Thank you very much. Christian Zylstra, the Dort College Defenders and Hastings College Broncos getting set for their conference, Great Plains Athletic Conference battle. The Dort College Defenders come into today's contest, as Christian talked about, with a one and one overall mark. 0-1 of the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Hastings trying to bounce back from a loss last week on the road to Briarcliff and uh, Coach and uh, Kyle Achterhoff. This really is a matchup of two teams. You don't want to call it a must win this early in the season, but two teams that are desperate to get a, get a win back after losing last week. Absolutely. You always want to come back uh, from a loss and, and, and get a bounce back win. And both of these teams... Yeah, this is a this is a critical game for both squads because uh, yeah, like you said, if you drop 0-2 in the conference, uh, you're looking at an uphill battle the rest of the season. Hastings College, a team that has presented challenges in the past two years, Dort College has come away with one possession victories. For the defenders, I guess the big story this week is trying to bounce back from a critical injury to one of their key players last week, Noah Clayberg. He'll be out in all likelihood for the rest of the season. Also, Keith and Drury banged up. You've had experience in terms of coaching teams after losses like that. What do you do in the week preparing for the next one when it becomes apparent you're going to be without some key performers? Well, yeah, as a, as a team, you feel for uh, Noah. You feel for individuals that uh, are banged up and injured. And, and when a season is over, it's tough for any individual. But, um, yeah, the reality of the, the situation is you got a lot of season left. And um, for everybody else on the squad and for that indiv- individual and for Noah, um, you know, he wants the best for the team. And, uh, you know, you got to move forward and, and look at plan B or whatever you want to call it and, and just uh, refocus and, and uh, get after it. One of the things we talked about at the beginning of the season was the depth that Dort College did have at running back. And for the defenders, that depth is being tested. But uh, I guess the positive is there is depth there. The negative would be if you didn't have that, then you'd really be scratching your head. So there are still some options for the defenders. Absolutely. You know, you got guys back that have played significant minutes and have a lot of carries under their belt. And, you know, you gotta, you just need to have that philosophy that it's the next guy up, uh, next man up is going to need to step up and make plays. And, and the reality, too, is that other members of the team um, at other positions have to raise their level of play as well. Hastings, a team that typically has, I wouldn't say vanilla on offense, but they don't take a lot of big chances, at least in recent years. Uh, Judging from their early results, more of the same this year where they're really going to focus on the ground game and try to get Taj Willingham involved early in rushing. Well, you got one of the best running backs in in the conference uh, lining up in your backfield. You want to get him touches and get him going. Um, and, And... Coach Harper's always had the philosophy he's not going to beat himself. So uh, you expect a fairly vanilla look and not a lot of chances being taken. And um, Could be a quick game if both teams keep the ball on the ground. I spoke with special teams coordinator Brandon McCormick earlier this week. I said, okay, where are we at in terms of who's returning kickoffs? 
because that also factored into these injuries. Looks like Josh DeYoung is back deep for the defenders. He's on the near side. Far side is Corey Petulia. Corey, a player who has handles much of the kick returning chores for the defenders so far this season. Hastings will be kicking off, moving from right to left. There is wind, but the flags on the goalpost relatively calm at this point, especially on the right side or the south end of the field. The north end of the field, the little more breeze that's unprotected. That could be a factor before the day is over. Kickoff will be driving DeYoung back to the one-yard line. He's out to the 5 to the 10, has a seam, 15-20, and brought down at the 25-yard line. Adequate field position for the defenders as they start this afternoon's contest. Dort College in their home, their road white jersey tops, black numbers trimmed in yellow. For the Hastings Broncos, crimson jersey tops, white numerals, and they've got white pants. Stort College, Brock Lamley on the field. And we have Levi Sconehoven in the backfield. So there's your early question answered. If we would see Keith and Drury to start, we will not. Levi Sconehoven is in the running back position. Near side is Levi Jungling. And two receivers set off to the left. Back to pass is Lamley. Lamley throws it up for grabs and overshoots Jake Dodge. Coverage that time by Hastings College, Darren Scott. And that one had a little bit of air under it. Unfortunately, overthrown in that situation. Otherwise, the corner has the inside position. That could have been going back the other way. Pass falls incomplete. Second down and 10. Lamley looks to the sideline. Matchup to watch on the near side is Levi Jungling against Anthony Murray. Two safeties playing within 10 yards of the backfield. Handoff, Levi Sconehoven. Sconehoven picks up a couple on the play. It's third down and eight. That incomplete pass to start the set of downs. Now you're in a limited situation in terms of your playbook. You always want to start off a series on first down with a positive play. So an incomplete pass while... It could have been much worse. You're right. There's great coverage on the play. Um, puts you in a, in a tough situation. Third down and eight. Charlie Young on the field as well. Second running back. Lamley is going to pull it. Throws it. Un- and the pass is incomplete. Intended for Matthew O'Slack. And O'Slack had to make an adjustment on that pass as it went to his outside shoulder. He was turned to the inside. Sees that a little bit earlier. Maybe it's a completion out near midfield. As it is, it bounces off of his hands, out of bounds on the sideline. It'll be fourth down and eight. And we see a punt for the defenders. Three plays and out. Back to return for Hastings will be Clark Livingston. I beg your pardon, that's Anthony Murray. Anthony Murray is the kick returner. Livingston, number two, where he's the quarterback, so we've got duplicate numbers. And the punt bounces at the 35-yard line, takes a Hastings bounce, and is down by Nathan Cabongo at the 37-yard line. And that is where Hastings will start. Decent field position for the Broncos, as early on they win the field position battle on the first change of possession. Clark Livingston brings his team onto the field. Backfield with him, Tyree Nesmith. Taj Willingham. Taj Willingham to the near side. Taj Willingham, the leading rusher for Hastings. 321 yards through three games. Pitch to Willingham. 
Football's on the ground. He grabs it off of one bounce, and he is going to be brought down immediately in the backfield by Jordan Wyland. And as we talked about with Dort College on their first possession, you want positive yardage. Hastings ends up losing 12 yards on the play to set up second down and 22 as that pitch was off the mark. Yeah, just a poor pitch by the Hastings quarterback and uh, put him in a tough situation now, second and 20. Second and long for the Broncos. A loss of 12 on the pit, on the play. That pitch bounced once before. Taj Willingham got his hands on it. Out pattern and dropped by the receiver, Xavier McGuire. McGuire might have heard footsteps on that. Jalen Placide on the uh, coverage. Pass falls incomplete. Brings up third down and 22. Third and 22 for the Broncos. They have it at their own 26-yard line. This drive started at their own 38-yard line. Now they bring three receivers to the left, one to the far side. Jordan Johnson by himself on the short side of the field on the right side for Hastings. Going to throw a screen intended for Willingham. Pass falls incomplete. It's fourth down and 22. Neither team sharp on their first possession of this afternoon's contest. And this might be a little indication, Mike, uh, whichever quarterback probably has a better ball game is going to be the team with an advantage. Uh, Neither guy is really on the mark and uh, putting themselves in bad situations. Hastings punting from their own 26-yard line. That's the line of scrimmage. Jungling back at his own 40, driven back to the 25. He fields it at the 25-yard line. Tries to make a tackler miss, and and he is brought down at the 22-yard line. Might have been a late hit on the play. No flag comes out. It's first down and 10 for the Broncos. Pardon me for the defenders at their own 22-yard line. So that win definitely a factor on that punt as it drove jungling back 15 yards before he could field it. And uh, Dort College starting at their own 22-yard line, very near where they punted away. Three play, four plays ago. Dort brings the offensive unit onto the field. Cody Hanks over the football. He's your starting center from Milton, Florida, the six foot, 280 pound sophomore. Lamley takes the snap, bobbles it. It's loose and a fight for it. And we haven't gotten an indication yet. And a loss of seven on the play by the time Lamley is awarded possession of it at his own 15 yard line. And that will bring up second down and long. Really fortunate to get that ball back. Um, Looked like the uh, Hastings defender, uh, defensive player, had the ball. Must have bounced right back into Brock's hands. Brock ends up falling on top of it. It is second down and long. Second and long, Lamley turns, hands off, and nothing there for Sconehoven. Sconehoven stopped at the line of scrimmage. It'll be third down and long, and so far the defenses have been owning this first three minutes or so of this contest. Or College facing third down and long. They need the 32-yard line for a first down. Currently, ball at the 19. So third and long. Third down and long. We're going to call it Third down and 16. Lamley sends a man in motion. That's DeYoung right to left. Fakes the handoff. Back to pass. Screen pass set up. They get it completed to Sconehoven. Has a blocker out front, and he's chased down from behind at the 26-yard line. Good pursuit that time by Tyler Parthamer. 
Schoenhoven picks up 10 yards on the play, but it's going to be fourth down and long, and Dort will be forced to punt. Thought maybe Schoenhoven had a blocker out in front of him, but uh, good pursuit that time by Tyler Parthamer for the Hastings Broncos. Yeah, defensive lineman just redirecting and chasing, not giving up on the play. Um, that should have been a first down for Dort, but that was a heck of a play by um, Parthamer. Parthamer. Back to receive the punt is Anthony Murray. Biker puts a foot into it, up into the wind, spiraling kick. Fair catch called for, bobbled it, and falling on top of it is Anthony Murray. Well, neither team sharp here to start with, Kyle, and uh, neither team so far able to take advantage. Now you got a couple of frustrated uh, offensive coordinators and head coaches uh, wanting to get our teams back on, back on track here. Hastings. Clark Livingston looking to the sideline. Has Willingham to his right this time. Nesmith to his left. 11.03 left to play in the first quarter. Hastings, decent field position again at their own 38-yard line. Handoff to Willingham. Willingham's going to be brought down and sealing the edge that time for the defenders. Jordan Wyland. he's not going to get credit for the tackle, but uh, he seals off the edge and feeds the runner back into the pursuit by Dort College's defensive line and linebackers, and that's a loss on the play. So a loss of six for the Broncos. Broncos come into this contest averaging 130 yards on the ground, 215 through the air. Nesmith in the backfield along with Livingston. Livingston sends Willingham in motion right to left. He's looking left. Pass is complete. Still short of the original line of scrimmage on this series of downs. Pass completed to Jordan Johnson, his 15th catch this year. He's the leading receiver in terms of number of catches with 15 now and also with 231 yards. That tops the team as well. Sets up third down and 14. Hastings may need to take a shot down the field. Two receivers right, two receivers left. Willingham, don't forget about him. He's in the backfield. Back to pass. Livingston. Pass is complete on the sideline. Very near a first down. It'll depend on the spot of the football. Looks like it might be just shy. It's going to be fourth down and short. Oh, the headlinesman. Signals that it is a first down. Well, head linesman signaled first down. So it's going to be a first down. And that, that I, I, I didn't see that one. Uh, now he has a little better angle than I do. but I was surprised that they didn't get the ball set and at least take a closer look at it. Willingham. Breaks free from one tackle, breaks free from another, running side to side, and he did a lot of work just to gain a couple of yards. Dort College stretching that play out, and Bashir Jones on the pursuit makes the tackle for the defenders. The 5'9", 160-pounder from San Diego, helping to limit Willingham as he dances side to side, picks up two yards. The ball is at the midfield stripe. Second down and eight. Even if Hastings hadn't gotten that first down, I believe they were going to go for it on fourth down. Swing pass. Out in the flat. Complete, but not much there for Anthony Martinez. Martinez wrapped up immediately. And still at the midfield stripe, facing now third down and eight. Livingston looks to the sideline. 
Hastings with the wind at their back here as we approach the midpoint of this first quarter of play. Livingston back to pass, driven backwards, screen pass, and the pass falls incomplete. There on the coverage was Logan Fanning. Fanning smelled that play out, and he stuck right with the running back out of the backfield, setting up for that screen pass, and he is able to make the tackle as the ball arrived, makes the hit. Jarring the ball free, and Hastings will be forced to punt. Nice coverage that time. Heads up play by the defensive lineman. Yeah, and you hear uh, people in the crowd upset for pass interference, but the ball was uh, thrown behind the line of scrimmage. Screen pass. and um, Livingston bobbles the snap. Play. It's a bad kick. It takes a Hastings bounce, and that it's one of those breaks that ends up going your way. Football's going to be marked at the 11-yard line. It'll go in the book. Uh, book says a 39-yard punt, but uh, that one bounced about uh, 20 yards downfield and then got almost equal to that on the roll. And back to that screen pass, the ball never went past the line of scrimmage. Running back at that point isn't a receiver. Correct, and and, um, really good job by uh, Fanning Fanning to, to play. His man, they're in man coverage, and you got to be thinking Taj is going to try to get the ball, and they had the screen set up, but uh, just a nice play. Schoenhoven is in the backfield along with Brock Lamley. Got Charlie Young on the field as well. Two receivers to the right. Jungling is off to the left by himself. Lamley's going to run option. Pitch is left side, and the football is turned uh, is on the ground, and it goes out of bounds, and neither team sharp, and this will drive coaching staffs crazy. And uh, this could be a lot worse for both teams at this point. But Dort College losing significant yardage on that play. A loss of 10. It will be second down and 20. They need the 22 for a first down. Lamley rolls right, gets out of the end zone, racing to the sideline, and gets a little bit back, a little breathing room. A gain of five on the play. It's going to be third down and 15. Again, we go back to what we said earlier. Just the the negative plays on first down are hurting both teams. Um, And really, on both sides of the ball, it's the defensive lines that are taking taking it to both offensive lines. Lamley surveys the defense. The senior from Blanchard, Oklahoma, back to pass on the goal line. Pass is complete to the near side to Dickerson. It's going to be short of the first down. By four yards, but Evan Dickerson makes the grab. The senior from Silver Spring, pardon me, the junior from Silver Springs, Maryland, makes the catch. It'll be fourth down and four. So fourth and four, Dort gets a little bit of ground back after struggling offensively, and they'll have a little breathing room as they pump this away. And nothing, taking nothing for granted here. Let's see if Casey Biker is able to uh, get this one away cleanly. How Hastings will play it if they'll send any pressure. Biker gets it. Line drive. It'll be taken at the 40-yard line by the Broncos. Bringing it up is Murray. Anthony Murray has a wall. He's to the 40, to the 30, to the 20, and he's knocked out of bounds by Casey Biker at the 13-yard line, surveying the field for flags. There are none. And that return will stand, and Hastings gets the first big break of the contest. And that, you trade something there, you're kicking a line drive into the wind. You don't have the coverage that you would like. Exactly, and uh, the Dork Dork coverage team just uh, over-pursued. 
on the reversing the field. He had wall set up and really fortunate that that wasn't a score. Anthony Murray on the return. Now let's see if the defenders, what they can do on defense. Livingston. Back to pass. Pass is nearly oh. intercepted. In and out of the hands of the defender. At the six-yard line, Jordan Weiland, the linebacker, had that one in his mitts, couldn't quite bring it in, and a linebacker's dream there to come up with a stop. Instead, it's going to be second down and ten. Yeah, it would have been a huge play for Dort, considering the starting field position here. Hastings will go with that pistol. Clark Livingston is going to run option. Pitches to Willingham, bobbles it. It's loose. It's down on the ground. Jalen Placide comes up with it. Jalen Placide, the cornerback, covering it up. And right now, neither <laughs> neither one of these teams, go, uh, Kyle, are sharp at all on offense. And they just can't get out of their own way right now. And right now, it, it, it's really coming down to uh, both offensive lines are, are giving up significant penetration and neither quarterback um, is reacting to it very well. What do we say on the way down here? It all starts up front, and uh, you look at the struggles, and you have pinpointed that as being the issue. Let's see which offensive line is able to settle down and uh, get their assignments accomplished first. Handoff up the middle, Keevan Drury. Keevan Drury, a 10-yard gain on the play. Very close to a first down. Now they're going to take a step back to the 26-yard line. A gain of nine on the play, second down and one. So we get the answer of if Keevan will play here at the six-minute mark of the first quarter. The Blue Hill, Nebraska native comes in and immediately has some positive yardage. He's playing close to his hometown, and that time runs for another seven yards straight up the middle out to the 34. And Dort now with a little bit more success running the football. Yeah, and it's between the tackles. Um, you know, just an easy dive play uh, up front. You know, they're keeping it simple. Drive guys off the ball, and, and good things will happen. As Hastings' defense is allowing 182 yards of rushing offense per game. This time, Drury snowed under. It'll be second down and 10. Offensive lineman for the defenders, Holden Hoyer, limps off of the field. Coming on for Dort College, number 79. And that is a player I didn't anticipate seeing today, so it appears travel roster might be a little different looking than I had anticipated. Obviously, those things fluctuate through the course of the day and the week. Pass over the top for Jungling, and Jungling overshot by Lamley, and that will bring up third down. So third down and long on the way for the defenders, trying to at least win the battle for field position here with 5-0-1 left to play in the first quarter. So offensive lineman limps off. We'll keep an eye if Holden Hoyer comes back into the contest or not. He's the right tackle. Lamley, back to pass. Pass over the middle, intended for Marky Ibarra Brandt. Pass falls incomplete as it was tipped, and uh, maybe fortunate that that one doesn't get picked off. A lot of hands there to try to work through, and that time pass falls incomplete. That will bring up fourth down and a punting situation. By the way, that's Carter Baldwin, 6'5", 290-pounder. That came in at right tackle. He's out of Elk River, Minnesota for the defenders. So Casey Biker on to punt. 
Back to return. Let's see if Dort College's punt coverage, if they learned anything on that last play, and this time Biker gets a booming kick away back at the 24-yard line, taken by Murray, and that time Kyle Achterhoff looks like they stayed in their lanes, and you hear special teams coaches say that so often, but stay in your lanes, and Anthony Murray had nowhere to go after receiving that one at his 24-yard line. He's tackled at the 25. Yeah, much better job on on the punt coverage, uh, spread in the field. But the other thing that helps is uh, the hang time on that punt. 4.46 remaining, scoreless first quarter of play. Hastings had an opportunity, came up empty, had the football deep in Dort College territory, fumbled it away. Pass is complete, Cabongo on the coverage, and the pass completed to Jordan Johnson, second catch he's got today, and he... Picks up a first down in the process. A 10-yard pickup on the play. Football now at the 36-yard line. It is first down and 10 for the Broncos. Broncos, three receivers right, one to the left. Short side of the field is the near side or the left side. They hand it off to Willingham. Willingham darting his way through. Almost like a water bug there. Cuts it back to the near side and picks up eight yards on the play. Second down and two, very patient that time, and finally just found a seam that he could pick up eight yards on. Yeah, at 5'7", he kind of hides behind the offensive line a little bit and just uh, was patient with that run. Second down and two. Anthony Murray had the the punt return earlier. That gave Hastings a chance at an early score that they missed on now. This time he didn't have as much of a return. And it is Willingham on the near side picking up four yards on the play. Another first down for the Broncos. And they've been living, it seems, at midfield and better for Dort College. So far, Hastings has nothing to show for it. They've got first down and ten at their own 47-yard line. Back to pass. Livingston, pass completed to Johnson. He's tackled by Cabongo after a short gain on the play. Tackle, Colin Ostenink comes over to help make the tackle with Cabongo. Ostenink, a sophomore from Hall, 6'1", 210 pounds. Yeah, it's looking like the Hastings offense today. Let's just simplify things. Keep the passing game short hitches and give the ball to Taj. Very similar to what we saw last week with Doan. They didn't take many shots down the field, but they were willing to take seven and eight yards. And there again, pass over to Johnson, tackled by Cabongo almost immediately at the 36-yard line. So another gain of eight yards on the play. It's first down and ten for the Broncos. Yeah, and this is a great way to get a, a quarterback's confidence back up and make things simple for him. Back to pass again. They go to Johnson, and Johnson another eight-yard pickup on the play. Down to the Dort College 28-yard line. It'll be second down and two. Okay, you're starting to see this. Defensive coach, what do you what do you try to adjust to? Well, you're gonna as a as a defensive back, as a corner, you're going to have to challenge the wide receiver. Um, I mean, he's just running five yards downfield and turning around, and the ball's there for him. Handed off to Willingham. Willingham, not much there. Dort College still committing to the run, stopping the run, but it's close to another first down. Looks to me like he might have it. And they will signal a first down for the Broncos. First down and ten for the Broncos. 
indoor college territory at the 26-yard line as our referee, Randy Hagedorn, cranks the clock back into play. 15 seconds on the play clock. Hastings facing first down and 10. Handoff Willingham stops, cuts up field to the 20, brought down at the 19-yard line. Well, it's been nothing fancy at all on this drive. As you said, Hastings simplifying things early, and it's amazing what a little momentum, a little confidence will do, and Hastings right now taking advantage of that. Second down and four at the 20. Clark Livingston hands it off Willingham. Willingham races away from Tyson Dahlgren out to the 10-yard line before he is brought down. Tackled by Colton Vanderberg, freshman from Brookfield, Wisconsin. Makes the tackle. Listed as a backup linebacker, also special teamer. He checks out of the game. Another first down for the Broncos. Now they're at the door at 10, and let's see if the defense can either force a turnover or at least limit Hastings to a field goal try. Hand off Willingham. Willingham tackled. Behind the line of scrimmage, David Kakmarinski that time, shedding his blocker, getting the tackle. Second down and goal, again, at the 11. So loss on the play, second and 11. Willingham in the backfield with Livingston. Livingston, back to pass, looking left. Pass is complete to Johnson. And Johnson tackled by Cabongo at the three-yard line. That will set up third down and goal at the three. So Hastings, third down and goal, under a minute to go in the first quarter. And they go with a big set. It's like an extra offensive lineman. Football's on the ground, picked up by Livingston. And we have a false start, I believe. Yeah, I don't think they had uh, offensive lineman set. Quarterback got in a little bit of a hurry. Full start, offense number 77. Five yard penalty remains third down. So you go from third and three to third and eight, and that's a big five yards. That's huge. Um, it's got to be frustrating for the coaching staff, but uh, yeah, just a little bit of patience by your quarterback, and, and they probably had a play there. Clock winding down, eight seconds left. Livingston looking left in all likelihood. The last play of the quarter. Pass broken up by Cabongo, incomplete. Pretty good coverage that time by Cabongo. Nathan Cabongo, Plano, Texas native, the cornerback, sophomore. Bats it away, and I lied. It wasn't quite the last play of the first quarter. There's still two seconds remaining. Yeah, nice job of targeting the ball, and... And not going to lose. The receiver actually had inside position on the slant. And, uh, yeah, just a heck of a play. Stockdale on to attempt the field goal. He's 4 of 7 this year. This will be a 25-yard field goal attempt. Chip shot more or less. And that one splits the uprights. And on the last play of the first quarter of this contest, the Hastings Broncos take a 3-0 lead. So the defenders hold on defense. And they force Hastings into a field goal try. Hastings converts. We go to the second quarter. 3-0 our score. You're listening to Dort College Football on KDCR 88.5. Back with the second quarter of play and a kickoff right after this. 
We start the second quarter of play. Dort College receiving the kickoff taken by DeYoung. Head full of steam. He's at the 15 to the 20 to the 25-30. And he is brought down at the 35-yard line. Caught that one on the run. Timed it out right. And he was able to pick up about 20 yards on that kick return. Good field position to start with the wind here in the second quarter for the defenders. So the defense does its job. Bend but don't break. Limit the opponent to a field goal try. Best case scenario there other than a turnover, Kyle. Yeah, really, you think about the first quarter of play and and the advantage that Hastings had with field position and and lack of efficiency by by Dort's offense. Fortunate to be down just 3-0. 3-0, let's see if the defenders can get on track offensively. Pitch goes over to Sconehoven to the 40. Has a block, 45-50, and brought down in Hastings territory at the 48-yard line. By Hastings, Maurice McDonald. McDonald, the linebacker, had to come from the other side of the field to make that stop. Well, nice read by Brock. Uh, The dive wasn't there. Carried the play out to the pitch, and uh, just a good, solid play. Drury and Sconehoven are in the backfield. Sconehoven getting the play call from the sideline. 14 seconds on the play clock. Plenty of time. Lamley. Turns, hands, gives to Drury. Drury picks up one yard on the play. It'll be second down and nine. Yeah, second look, and nine. Looked like a little confusion in the backfield, just uh, where to line up and, and some play call issues there, but uh, still got a positive play. Second down and nine. I formation for the defenders. Jungling. And O'Slack to the far side. Dodges on the near side. Devin Inkoff, your left offensive tackle, lined up. Trying to run some interference for Keithan Drury. Drury dive play up the middle. Picks up two. It's going to be third down and seven. Third and seven for the defenders. First quarter. Dort was outgained. It was significant. 141 to 14. When all was said and done. Time of possession as well. Tyrese Nesmith. That's got to be the punt return, I believe. Yeah, it has to be. I think they have their stats a little off. So we won't dwell on that too long. That was Sconehoven. Big gain on the play for Sconehoven. Sconehoven inside the 30 down to the 28-yard line. Yeah, second big rush of this uh, series, both uh, off of option and, and getting the ball out to the pitch. So... Uh, Got to give what they get what they they give you here. Sconehoven lines up right shoulder of Brock Lamley. Three receivers on the field for the defenders: O'Slack, Dickerson, and Dodge. Jungling right now, catching a breather. Coaching staff said that was more of a point of emphasis this week as well. They didn't want Levi out on the field as much as he was last Drury week. Keithan Drury spun down after a two-yard gain on the play. Second down and eight yards. Pretty tough to come by here in the first half against this Hastings team. Yeah, but the key on this series is just something positive on first down. That's that's going to make a huge difference. Second down and eight. Dort needs the 18 for a first down. Handoff to Drury. Drury to the 20-yard line. Uh, stopped short of the 20, about the 21. It's going to be third down and three. Third down and three for the defenders. Brock Lamley. Trying to extend this drive. Jake Dodge is in the slot on the near side. Let's see if they utilize that big target. Uh, pardon me, that's Matthew O'Slack in the slot near side. A couple big targets there. They look right instead intended for Dickerson, and I think Dickerson was held on the play. Yeah. 
Flag came out. Lamley took a hit as well after the pass was thrown. Flag thrown in the backfield, far side near the numbers at the 11-yard line. Here's Randy Hagedorn. Holding defense number two. Ten-yard penalty, an automatic first down. And those will drive you nuts if you're a coach. You finally get the stop. Holding penalty gives an automatic first down and ten valuable yards with your defense now backed up near their goal line. Yeah, and those are frustrating because I'm not sure he needed to hold in that situation. Jungling back on the field. He's lined up wide right on the numbers, short side of the field. Handoff. No, Lamley keeps it. Lamley throws to the end zone. Complete touchdown, Matthew O'Slack. Matthew O'Slack, fourth catch of the year from Escondido, California. Lamley rolled left, found him, and picked out that nice big target. And O'Slack has turned into a pretty good threat for the defenders so far this year. And the Dort College takes the lead at 6-3 on the 12-yard pass completion. Hey, what good, uh, what a good running game will do to open up the play-action pass. Brett Gaines, 10 of 10 on point after tries so far this season. On to attempt the point after. Snap is down. Kick is up. Kick is good. And the defenders take a 7-3 lead. Good response by the defenders as they bounce back after allowing a Hastings field goal. They get a touchdown to regain the lead and get the momentum back. 7-3 hour score. Let's take a break. We'll be back with a kickoff right after this. This is Dort College Football on KDCR 88.5. Back with more in a moment. The defenders will be kicking off with the win. Jeff Papke will be doing the honors as the defenders have a 7-3 lead. Dort with a 7-3 advantage. We'll check some scores from around the conference as the day progresses. Some of the other conference games going on include Briarcliff at Morningside, Jamestown at Doan, Midland at Concordia, Northwestern and Dakota Wesleyan are playing with a 7 o'clock kickoff this evening. Kick by Papke is through the end zone. Touchback, Hastings. 25-yard line is where they will start. And uh, you said during the break, Kyle, good field position, positive yardage on the first down place, usually translates into good things for an offense. Yeah, and they don't have to be huge first down plays, but um, the way things started, the way things went in the first quarter, um, they don't need to just just come out and get positive yards. And even if you're in a second and eight, uh, that sure beats a second and 18. First down and 10 for Hastings. We'll check some scores from around the conference as we have a chance. One of them in already. Doan leading Jamestown 14-0. Back to pass. Pass falls incomplete. Skips off of the turf of Xavier McGuire. And I thought the same thing you did, that that ball, I'm not sure it touched the turf. I thought it was hands and then popped right. into the air. Jalen Placide did not think so and let it drop to the ground. Well, um, as a defensive back, you act like it didn't hit the ground, <laughs> if, if nothing else, because uh, you never know. Officials make mistakes. Hastings facing second down and 10. Clark Livingston directing traffic to receivers right, to receivers left. Livingston's going to run option. Nothing there. Josh Morozik, the linebacker, flowing with the play, makes the stop. It'll be third down and 10. Third and ten for Hastings. Possible bring up third down and eleven. They're trailing seven to three. Actually, a loss of one on the play. So Morozik makes that tackle. It's from Woodlands, Texas. 6'1", 220 pounder. 
Lining up with Jordan Wyland as your linebackers. Back to pass Livingston under pressure. Buchanan hits him and an interception on the pressure. And making that interception, Jordan Wyland, the pride and joy of Britt, Iowa, makes that grab with his back on the turf here at Hastings. And the North College defenders with great field position at the 27-yard line, first down and 10 for North College. So Jordan White, the pressure, that one started with a pressure, and that was Buchanan who leads the team in tackles for loss with four this year. He provided the pressure. Yeah, and it's very difficult for quarterback to step into a throw, uh, getting hit, pressure in his face. Uh, Just an all-around great defensive play by uh, actually the entire defense. Buchanan, six foot, two hundred and fifteen pounder, a little undersized, but the Milwaukee, Wisconsin native, able to apply the pressure. Gain of three for North College and Levi Schoenhoven. It's second down and seven. Second and seven. Inside handoff, Schoenhoven. Schoenhoven to the fifteen, lowers his head down to the fourteen-yard line. And that's a Dort College first down, first and 10 at the 14. Dort having a little more success on the ground now. Defense softened up. Pass complete to jungling. Jungling inside the 10 down to the 8. We haven't heard much from Levi so far in this contest. Picks up 6 on the play. It'll be second and 4. Second down and 4. Second and 4 for the defenders. Charlie Young on the field for the defenders in the backfield along with Schoenhoven. Dodges in motion right to left. Hand off Schoenhoven. Schoenhoven is going to waltz into the end zone. He goes untouched through the middle of the line. And the defenders, a nine-yard touchdown run by the junior from Hospers. And Dort College grabs a 13-3 lead pending the point after. Yeah, really a great job by the offensive line that series. You you see a different pace of play going on right now up front for the Dort defenders. Dort trying to extend the lead. Brett Gaines on the field. Bailey Anderson, the holder. Snap is down. Kick is up. Kick is through. And the defenders own a 14-3 lead with 10 minutes to go in the first half. This is KDCR Sioux Center, 88-5. Back with a kickoff right after this. 14-3, the defenders with an 11-point lead. Papke kicks another one through the end zone. And Hastings will start out first down and 10 at their own 25-yard line. Let's take a look at the Fairway Meat and Grocery and Sioux Center scoreboard show. Serving the community since uh, 1991. Scoreboard. Second quarter, Morningside leads Briarcliff 28-0. Doan leading Jamestown 14-0. Midland over Concordia 7-0. And here in Hastings, it's Dort College leading Hastings 14-3 with 10 minutes left to play in the first half. Livingston hands off to Willingham. Taj Willingham, short gain on the play. Marazic on the tackle. Also in on the stop, Logan Fanning making his presence known. You've got 44, 45, and 46 all out there. Morozik, Wyland, Fanning, and once in a while Nick Bile, 47, gets on the field as well. So you've got all of those mid-40s numbers to try and keep track of. Morozik directing traffic at the linebacker. Back to pass, Livingston. Livingston pass is complete. 
Jalen Placide makes the tackle, spins the receiver down. Short of the first down, Xavier McGuire is going to set up third down and three, and this is a critical play coming up for Hastings. Third down and three. Livingston, three receivers to the right, one to the left. One of the safeties, Bosma, coming up to cover the man in the slot. Placide, uh, pardon me, yeah, that's Placide backing off his man. Double pump, passes batted away, and very nearly picked off. Jordan Wyland jumped the route, and uh, he took a chance, very nearly came up with the interception. Yeah, good coverage inside. Uh, I think Hastings had some receivers open outside wide, but uh, the quarterback chose to go with a short, shorter throw and uh, couldn't stick it in there. Wyland breaks it up. Receiver on the near side, opposite Placide. He wanted the football. We saw the signal before the snap. He took off down the field. Snap skips off the turf. Sidewinding punt. Takes a bounce. Jungling takes it at the 30. He's going to duck out of bounds at the 35-yard line. And Levi Jungling brings it out to the 36. And now the defenders playing with a 14-3 lead. A little bit of momentum. Let's see if they can continue that here. Leading by 11, 45 remaining here in the first half. Yeah, smart uh, play by Jungling on that punt return just to uh, save some yardage. It was a shorter punt, but it was probably going to get a roll, and he fielded it and uh, at least got some positive yards uh, give you a better field position to start the, start the drive. Levi Jungling on the field. Ben Hovelhorst near side from Yuba City, California. First time we've seen Ben, at least that I have noticed him on the field. Fake the handoff to Jungling. Jungling on the misdirection. It's Lamley. Lamley, nine-yard pickup on the play. And uh, that one set up by the threat of Jungling and Lamley straight up the middle. That's a simple design play. It really is, but uh, Brock had to execute it, and he did a nice job. Second down and one. Football at the Dort 45-yard line. Pulls it. Looking for the pitch. Now keeps it. Cuts up field. He's got five yards. It'll be a first down for the defenders. Right decision there? Yeah, it was. Uh, initially, I thought if he could get the pitch out to Le- Levi, I think uh, Jungling was at the pitch position. Uh, Might have had a big play there, but uh, smarter play was to duck it up, get the first down. Live to play another down. First down and 10. Dort College at their own 49-yard line. Lamley has DeYoung in the slot to the near side. Jungling, they send DeYoung in motion. Back to pass Lamley. Lamley, pass complete. That's Hubelhorst. Hubelhorst into Hastings territory. Down to the 45-yard line. The circus catch. No, that was Jungling. Beg your pardon. Levi Jungling with the circus catch on the far side. And he makes the grab. Simply went up over the top of the cornerback. Makes makes that uh, grab into Hastings territory. Handoff. Drury. Drury. 25 20, 15, 10, inside the 10, and finally, shoestring tackle by Hastings. Darren Scott, otherwise Drury, has a touchdown instead after the 28-yard gain. It's first and goal for the defenders down at the 7. Cody Hanks over the football, snaps it to Lamley, hands it off Drury, Drury, following the right side of his line and the offensive line playing with a little bit more of an attitude and a little bit more of an edge here and getting some, giving the running backs opportunities. Exactly. Getting off the ball much better this quarter. Um, 
getting some nice push up front. Lamley, pass into the end zone, incomplete, intended for Hubelhorst. Hubelhorst caught in a hand fight with Darren Scott, and the pass falls incomplete. It will be third down and goal at the four. Third down and four. Drury is in the backfield, jungling a wing back, if you will. He's going to pitch to jungling, and jungling has to stretch out and grab that one after Lamley pitched it a little late. Jungling saves the possession, and the defenders will have to settle for a field goal try. This will be about a 27-yard field goal attempt. For Brett Gaines. Yeah, that was really just backside pressure. If Brock could have uh, carried the option out a little bit farther and if he would have got the pitch off, uh, I think uh, Dort would have had a score. We have a stoppage in play. Hastings timeout. Looked like they had too many guys timeout on the field. Hastings, the first charge timeout of the half. So Hastings will call for a timeout. That is their first timeout. These timeouts made possible by Sioux Center Health. The provider of choice for Dort College Athletics, providing physician athletic training and physical therapy services for Dort athletes. Sioux Center Health committed to delivering an excellent experience to every person at every encounter. 6.26 left to go in the first quarter. Kyle, your first chance to see the defenders in person this season. Your early impressions through a quarter and a half. Well, honestly, I thought the first quarter was you know, kind of a feeling out period by both offensive lines, not probably knowing exactly uh, what type of shades the defenses were going to be in. Uh, but once Dort put their nose down and, and just started uh, getting off the ball and Im- imposing their will up front, um, looks pretty impressive, uh, the run game by the defenders. On to attempt, the field goal is Brett Gaines. Snap is down out of the hold of Bailey Anderson, and the kick is up through the uprights. And Brett Gaines from Wood River, Illinois, now three for three on field on field goals this season. It's turned into a pretty reliable kicker for the defenders. Three for three on field goals, 12 of 12 on point after tries, and the defenders extend their lead to 17 to three. 17 to three, Dort College leads. 6:23 left to play. First half of action, back with more from Hastings, Nebraska, right after this. This is Dort College Football on KDCR. Jeff Papke on to kick off. Let's see if he can pick another one through the end zone. High end over end kick with the wind at his back. And that will drive Taj Willingham back into the end zone. Taj looks up, lets that one drift out of play. And the Broncos will start out first down and 10 at their own 25. And after we saw the punt return by Hastings early on, not a bad not a bad uh, philosophy. Just kick it through the end zone and take it at the 25. Exactly. Especially with Taj back there. Uh, you don't want him taking one out. Livingston in the backfield. Quarterback has Willingham on his left shoulder. Hands it off to Taj Willingham. Taj Willingham nowhere to go. Jalen Placide peeking into the backfield, reads the run, and the cornerback comes up to make the tackle. Don't want to see him do that every time, but uh, every once in a while is okay. Every once in a while, yes. Uh, And he did have uh, cover two behind him, so he had safety over the top. And uh, really a good open field tackle against an outstanding running back. Loss of seven on the play for Willingham. Credit Placide on the tackle. Second down and 17. 
Handoff, Willingham trying to bounce it to the outside. Stiff arms, a defender. Forced out of bounds. Pursuit by Colin Ostenink. Ostenink has played more and more over the last two weeks now. And Colin Ostenink had a pretty good game tackle-wise last week against Doan. That time in on the stop of Willingham. Gain of three on the play. It's going to be third down and 14. Hastings deep enough in their own territory, though. It's pretty challenging to do anything too risky. Livingston, back to pass. Pressure applied. Throws towards the sideline. Incomplete. Cabongo on the coverage. Xavier McGuire. Miscommunication that time, I think, between the wide receiver and the quarterback. And uh, McGuire didn't turn around until after the pass was delivered and out of bounds. Fourth down and Dort College should get pretty good field position. Jungling at his own 40-yard line. Waiting for Jungling to break one. Clark Livingston doubles as the punter for Hastings. A line drive to the opposite side and he doesn't want to give Jungling a chance at it. Kicked away from him to the other side of the field. And the defenders will take over first down and 10 at their own 42-yard line. Uh, jungling not sneaking up on anybody after this uh, after last season. Team's not giving him free opportunities to try and make plays. Right, and, and Hastings is not going to allow uh, Dort to set up a return. I think uh, Dort has to consider really getting after the punter here because the, the, the snaps, the long snapper for Hastings is hasn't been real... Good. I'll just put it. He's snapping it into the grass, yeah. Into the grass, not with a lot of pace. Uh, I think we could get a block on him. Charlie Young races onto the field. 21 seconds on the play clock. He and Sconehoven converse in the backfield. They get the play call. Man in motion. Right to left is Dickerson. Back to Lamley. Gets a snap. Hands it off. That's Charlie. Charlie straight up the middle. And Charlie Young picks up six yards on the play, maybe seven. It'll be second down and three. Good positive yardage by the defenders on that carry by Charlie Young. Young, a sophomore out of Colorado Springs, Colorado. Four carries for 15 yards last week for the defenders. Handoff, Sconehoven. Sconehoven's second effort, third effort. And he might have gotten the first down, and that was all on his own after initially getting up to the line of scrimmage untouched. He was able to bounce forward and get a first down. That'll tax a player, but uh, Sconehoven has been a workhorse over the past three, two-plus years now, and that time picks up three very hard-earned yards for a first down. Lamley looking to the sideline, and we might have a timeout on the field. And I don't know if it was a personnel or a formation question, but a little bit of confusion. And Joel Penner races over and calls a timeout. Dort College leading 17-3. to You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88-5. This timeout made possible by Sioux Center Health, the provider of choice for Dort College Athletics providing physician, athletic training, and physical therapy services for Dort athletes. Sioux Center Health committed to delivering an excellent experience to every person at every encounter. Personnel or play, what was it? I, I believe it was a formation. Uh, looked like they had some mix-up here out, out wide with the receivers, knowing who was supposed to be on and off. And right now, Coach Penner understands uh, how important these first down plays have been. Uh, he didn't want a negative play to start uh, Start this for in this first down situation. Good, smart timeout. End of the half. You, you can't carry him over. You might as well use him if you need him. 4:16 left to play in the first half. 
17-3. The defenders with 17 unanswered. Let's see if they can build on that here. Jake Dodge to the near side. Oh, slack in motion left to right. They hand it off. No, that's Lamley. Lamley's going to keep it. He's got a little room to run. He's going to pick up eight yards on the play before he runs out of room. Driven out of bounds at the 34-yard line, and Lamley wisely steps out of bounds. Could have maybe picked up an extra yard or two, but not worth it at that point. Second down, so good positive yardage for the defenders again. Yeah, just run pass option there for Brock, and, and just a smart play to get positive yards on first down. Second down and two. Schoenhoven on Lamley's right shoulder. Two receivers left, one right. Handoff to Schoenhoven. Schoenhoven maybe picks up a half a yard before he's driven backwards. It will be third down. One of the few times here in the second quarter where we have seen the defenders stopped for no gain. Third down and short. Dort College, I would guess, might be in four-down territory here. Let's see if they need to use it. Third down and short, 18 seconds on the play clock. Lamley looks to the sideline. They get the play call in from the sideline. Now 10 seconds on the play clock. Lamley hands it off up the middle, and they won't need the fourth down. They get it on the first down dive up the middle. Charlie Young, and Charlie Young proving that he can carry some of the load as well for the defenders. Keith and Drury getting some valuable rest time on the sideline. First down and 10 for the defenders at the 35-yard line of Hastings. Brock Lamley directing traffic. They come set. Handed off Schoenhoven. Schoenhoven, the carry. Somebody lost a hat on the play. And checking out is going to be Charlie Young for one play as he lost his helmet. It will be second down. So a gain, short gain on the play for Schoenhoven. Second down and eight. Brad Davin, number 44, Austin Bredding. And that will bring, let's see if we've got 11 on the field, Kyle. Yeah, I believe we brought in extra receiving. Okay. Ben Hayes comes in. Two tight end set. Yeah, you're going to bunch it. Jungling is on the far side, close to the tackle. Handoff. Schoenhoven, nothing fancy. Schoenhoven straight ahead. Seven-yard pickup on the play. It's third down and one. This drive doing two things, winding the first half clock down and chewing up some valuable yardage. And we have a Hastings player shaken up. That's Norman McKissick who is shaken up on the play for the Broncos. To my untrained eye, Kyle, we talked about Hastings simplifying their offense. It appears to me Dort may have done some of the same and uh, really going to where their bread is buttered, and that's that that fullback di- or that that dive play. Yeah, they really establish established that early in the second or yeah early in the second quarter, which opened up the pitch and opened up some things for Brock. And Brock has made some really nice decisions in the run game, um, e- either giving it when it's there, uh, knowing when to pull and carrying the ball out. Uh, he's made some nice runs himself. And, and that's just going to open up everything in the run game. That's what's so difficult about defending the option. I'm sure, uh, you know, Coach Harper, I believe, calls the defense for Hastings. He can be very happy with his crew in terms of their option responsibilities. But what makes it difficult is when it's run well, like what Dort's doing right now. Norman McKissick looks like he will go off of the field under his own power. I thought maybe initially it was a shoulder as he came up with that right arm tucked pretty close to his 
body, but uh, he takes his helmet off and walks under the field and uh, doesn't look, at least from initial appearances. Looks like he has a brace on his shoulder and probably yep, there has he goes. kind of that pop in and out kind of thing. We have a flag on the play. Looks like the head linesman on the near side dropped the flag. He's conversing with Randy Hagedorn. We'll get the penalty call from Randy in just a moment. Levi Jungling says it's encroachment. 15 on defense is across from 77. Calls the move. By rule, we have offsides defense number 15. That's a five-yard penalty. Results are plenty. First down. Looks like Levi had it right. He did. First down and 10 for the defenders at the 20. So five free yards. 2.09 left to play in the first half. That's a big mental mistake by Hastings right there. Right after a break in the action as well. Someone got shaken up. Hand off to Jungling. Jungling gets a block by Schoenhoven. Turns it upfield. Picks up four on the play. It is going to be second down and six. And another Hastings player shaken up at the 27-yard line. We're going to have another stoppage in play. So a gain of four for Jungling. And that play designed to look very similar to a play that Dort started to drive with earlier this quarter where they faked it to Jungling, and then it was Lamling carrying up the middle. This time it's Jungling getting to the right edge, turning up field and picking up four yards. Kendall Oberheide. Second down and six for Dort. Shaken up on the play. He will walk off of the field. Significant limp, but under his own power. Turning into an expensive drive here for the Broncos. They lose a couple of regulars. Shaken up on this drive. Handoff to Sconehoven. Still on his feet. Runs a man over. They're trying to strip it. He's down to the five-yard line. And Sconehoven, a 10-yard pickup on the play. And if you square up to try and stop him, you better better stay low because he will punish you. Well, right now you're just seeing Dort's offense be way more physical than the Hastings defense. They're taking it to them. And uh, when you got a, uh, a running back like Logan, the guy who just uh, lowers his shoulders and, and plays low and p- runs hard, it's a tough man to stop. Levi Schoenhoven on the carry. Again, bowling his way towards the end zone. Won't go down easily. He stopped shy of the goal line by a yard or two. But I would imagine offensive linemen appreciate seeing that running back willing to stick his nose in and get dirty, so to speak, as well. Absolutely. And, and it took five Hastings defensive players to take him down right there. Second down and goal. 53 seconds on the game clock. Football at the two-yard line. Dort in no hurry. 12 seconds on the play clock. Trying to milk this clock as much as they can. Lamley has Young to his left. Turns, hands, gives to Sconehoven. Submarined at the end zone, and the head linesman signals touchdown, Dort College, and the defenders go up 23-3, to pending the point after. I didn't know if he got in, Kyle, but uh, the head linesman had the angle. Yeah, I believe he just extended the ball over, just to have to get the ball to cross uh, the line of the, the end zone, and uh, I don't think his body was in, but Brett the ball was. The Brett Gaines on to attempt the point after. Dort leading 23-3, pending the point after try. Gaines. Snap is down. Kick is up. Kick and is good. 13 for 13 this season. The defenders on a 24 nothing run. They have scored on four possessions in a row, and they lead the Broncos with 31 seconds left to go. In the first half, 24-3. to three. 
We'll have a kickoff in just a moment. This is Dort College Football on KDCR 88.5. Back with more in a moment. Jeff Papke on to kick off as the defenders extend their lead to 24-3. The defenders have scored on four possessions in a row. They are on a 24-0 run. Let's see if they can finish out the half. Papke approaches, line drive kick. Willingham will take it in the end zone. And it bounces off of his fingertips through the end of the uh, back of the end zone. I think he had thoughts of returning that. A little bit frustrated at this yeah. point, and uh, ends up bouncing out of bounds. First down and ten at the our own 25-yard line uh, for Hastings. I think it's probably a good thing because I've not seen many good things happen when you run it out from about seven yards deep in your end zone. Right. I think it, I think the ball carried a little bit farther than what uh, he was expecting. But he wanted to run it. Livingston on the field. First down and 10. Hands it off to Willingham. Willingham to the edge. Gets a block. Morozik on the pursuit. Willingham dancing along the sideline. Picks up 11 yards on the play. 23 seconds remaining. Clock stops as they reset the chains. It'll be a first down for the Broncos. And the Broncos going into the wind. They've got two timeouts remaining as well. First down and 10 for the Broncos at their own 38. If you're the defenders, you don't want to relax at this point and allow a cheap uh, cheap score at the end of the half. Handoff up the middle. Gain of four or five on the play. 17 seconds remaining. 13 and counting. Taj Willingham on the run, and it appears Hastings. They're not going to. They're going to be happy to take it to half. They're not even going to run a desperation play at the end of the half. The the Clock half. winds down. And, uh, and you Two timeouts remaining. You see some offensive players a little bit frustrated, I think, with that decision. Um, guys in the backfield especially. But, uh, yeah, there's always that chance of something really bad happening. But uh, I think when you're down 24-3, to three, uh, you need to start taking some chances. So, 24 to 3, yeah. Questionable decision, but we'll take it. We'll take 20, it. 24 to 3, the defenders go to the halftime. Both teams had uh, two timeouts left as well. Neither one uh, got real greedy with their timeouts, but uh, 24 to 3, first half in the books. We're going to take a break. We'll get to our halftime show, which includes where are they now, and we're going to go back a few years for some basketball, men's basketball, Jordan Vogel. We're going to catch up with what Jordan is up to. That's all on our where are they now segment. Christian Zalster will be in with that in just a moment. This is Dort College Football on KDCR. I chose... Hello and welcome into another edition of Where Are They Now on KDCR 88.5 FM and KDCR 88.5.com. I'm your host, Christian Zylstra. Where Are They Now is made possible by Farmers Mutual Insurance Association of Hull, a Grinnell Mutual member, providing property protection to Northwest Iowa farmers and homeowners since 1886. Trust in tomorrow. Our guest today on Where Are They Now is a 2013 graduate from Dort College. He's top 11 in program history in scoring, rebounding, and field goal percentage, and he even played basketball ball professionally overseas. I'm talking about 2013 Dork College graduate Jordan Vogel. So you grew up in Northwest Iowa. You played at Western Christian. And so I'm sure the idea of someday playing at Dork College was always there. But when did that concept really become a reality for you? And compared to some of the other colleges you may have been looking at, why did you choose Dork? You know, I'll be honest. Dort was always really the only option for me. 
Yeah, it's a, a bit of a family school in the sense that both of my parents graduated from there with my dad playing basketball at Dort. And at the time I was a junior in high school, my older brother was just starting at Dort. And so Dort College was really the only place that I was considering going to play. I think it was my junior year of high school at Western when Coach Greg Van Solen came and talked with me and my parents about coming to play at Dort. And I just remember after that meeting saying to my parents, hey, you know, I really like Greg. I've been able to go to open gym and play with the guys that are there. I think this is the place for me. With basketball as a sport, what drew you to basketball? Why was it a passion of yours and one that, you know, you'd eventually pursue professionally even after Dort? Yeah, I think it started off watching my brother play, obviously, and, and with my dad having played in college too, basketball was always the main sport at our house. And so growing up, that was a, that was a big influence for me. I honestly was really not that great of a player when I got to high school. I think I was six feet tall, and each continuing year, I grew a bit more. And I think by the end of my sophomore year, I was about 6'4", and I dunked a basketball for the first time. And that was when I kind of realized that I might actually turn out to be a pretty decent player at some point. You know, by the time I graduated high school, I was 6'8", and developed into a, a pretty decent basketball player. And so that was about the time that I got really passionate about the sport. You were a good basketball player. I mean, you were top 11 in career scoring, rebounding, field goal percentage, all in Dort men's basketball history. What was it like for you playing basketball, Dort? And when you think about those four years as a defender, what sticks out to you? You know, playing at Dort was everything that I could have asked for. I was really fortunate to play with great teammates and an amazing coaching staff. You know, you can kind of see my progression as a player from the time I showed up. I got to play along with some really good upperclassmen. And by my sophomore year, I started to play quite a bit. And, you know, my junior and senior year, our team just kept developing and we were getting really, really good to the point that we had been able to play back-to-back elite eights at the national tournament. You know, and so when I look back on my career, I'm just really proud of the fact that our group of guys and our coaching staff was able to kind of put Dort back on the national map. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but after college, you continued to play basketball, and soon after, you were actually overseas with News Release Basketball. Can you tell us a little bit about that? So News Release Basketball is an outreach organization that's been making trips to Europe to do ministry since the 70s, I believe. And I got connected with them through Coach Dalma. He was the one that put me in touch with Steve Sorensen, who's the director of News Release. And so I was part of a group of college guys that they sent over to Europe to put on basketball camps, which is, you know, part of the organization. And so we would put on these camps for kids where we'd work on basic basketball skills, but we'd also do ministry work too, where we'd share our own personal stories. We'd have Bible lessons and talk about our faith and things like that. And so we were over there doing that, and typically at night we were traveling around Europe playing against the professional teams over there. So we had an opportunity to be in Germany and Switzerland and France. And like I said, ultimately, it was because of news release that I ended up playing in Belgium. Yeah, you ended up playing professionally in Belgium. How long did you play overseas and what was the game like over there? I imagine there had to be some noticeable differences between playing basketball overseas and American soil. Yeah, there definitely are. I think I got the email from Mercurius BBC, which is the team I played for in Antwerp, Belgium, and that was around the end of January. And so, you know, as soon as I got that email, there was never a doubt in my mind. I told them yes and started coordinating plans to get over there as soon as possible. And I think it was about a week later, I was, I was on a plane flying over to Belgium. 
and was able to play half a season there with Mercurius, and so it ended up being about four months total, and it, it was fantastic. And, you know, as far as differences in the game, for me, the biggest difference was the role that big men play in basketball as compared to here in the States. Because of my time in college, I was primarily playing in the paint. But over in Europe, big guys have to be able to shoot the three and stretch the floor. And so, you know, I was developing my game into doing that and playing in a lot more pick-and-roll situations out on the wing rather than just, you know, pounding the ball in the paint like I had while I was in college. When did you decide to kind of stop playing basketball overseas and instead continue your education at Brooklyn Law School? That was a really difficult decision for me. At the end of my season playing in Antwerp, I had been practicing and talking with a team in the second division over there. And, you know, by the time I left, the coach really liked me and and was going to fight to get me on their roster for the upcoming season. And so he's going to go and talk with the manager and the owner of the club and see if they could get that worked out. So I came back to the States. I guess this would have been spring of 2014, expecting to to play another season over in Antwerp. I guess I have to back up a little bit before I even started playing in Belgium. I had taken the law school administration test and applied to some schools, and I had gotten admitted to BLS, Brooklyn Law School. When I came back to the States in the spring, I told BLS I was not interested in enrolling because I'd be going back to Belgium most likely. And so after I had notified BLS of my decision, I think it was a week later that the manager of the team I'd been practicing and talking with told me that thanks but no thanks, things weren't going to work out and they had their roster set. And so that was mid-July, I believe, and at that point a lot of the rosters on the teams over there were set for the upcoming season. At that point, I guess I was kind of left with the decision of, you know, trying to to get back over to Europe without any guarantees of being able to play for, you know, potentially another year or continuing on with a career, which was always, you know, in the cards for me. It was a really, really tough decision. And I called BLS admission office and said, hey, things have changed. Is there any way I can get back into enrolling in the fall? And they said, yeah, why don't you uh, let us know by Monday of your decision? This was midweek, so you know, I had like four or five days to decide what I was going to do. And yeah, of course, ultimately decided to go to Brooklyn and loved it. Absolutely loved it out there. Yeah, during law school, you actually spent a bunch of time, you know, working as a summer associate and interns for a number of firms. What was that process like? Well, the legal field in New York is extremely competitive. And, you know, I think just within New York City, there are four or five different law schools. So you have all these different law students trying to secure these internships or associate positions. And when I first got to law school, I really did not know what type of law I was going to be interested in. But I ended up taking a contract course my first year and really enjoyed that. And so I was thinking, you know, I'll get into the transaction area of law. And so I was able to work for Enterprise Community Partners doing a lot of real estate transactions. And that was for the summer between my first and second year of law school and really enjoyed that. And so I pursued more transaction-based courses my second year of law school. Ended up taking corporations and entertainment law and things like that, which I really enjoyed. And so I started to pursue entertainment law a bit more and ended up working for an entertainment firm down by Wall Street. And so we were doing a lot of contract work and that led into an internship with Sony Music and also I ended up working for Viacom my last year of law school. And so I got a lot of experience in entertainment law, drafting and negotiating contracts and things like that, which really, you know, helped shape my interest in the area of law I wanted to go into. 
you know, of course, there are always those courses I had to take where, you know, I just was not interested in all. And so you always get all those things together, kind of shape your direction of where you want to go and what your interests are and things like that. Now, you work with uh, Fidelity National Title Group. What are some of the main responsibilities and aspects of the job you have now? And, you know, how have you enjoyed that role in Omaha? Yeah, I moved out to Omaha at the end of February. So I think I'm just at about six months that I've been down here working as associate claims counsel for Fidelity's title insurance group. And title insurance is an industry that I think people know that it exists, but they don't quite understand what it is. And I certainly was the same way before I started working here. But essentially, when somebody buys a house or a piece of property, they get title insurance, which basically assures somebody that they are the actual owner of the property. And so what I do as claims counsel is resolve any conflicts that might come up. So, for example, if you were to purchase a house and five years down the road, somebody showed up with a deed claiming to also own that same property, you would submit a claim to your title insurance company and we would determine whether or not coverage is afforded for that claim. That's my primary role here is doing a lot of investigating into these claims and then interpreting the insurance policy as a contract to determine whether or not coverage is afforded for a specific claim. What's the role basketball plays kind of in your life now? Funny enough, when I was in law school, I was able to play in the Lawyers League that they have in New York City. And one season, our team ended up winning the Lawyers Division, and we actually got a chance to play at Madison Square Garden. So who would have thought that law school was going to be the pathway that I would end up playing at Madison Square Garden? That was great. You know, but as, as far as the role of basketball in my life, I think athletes are very disciplined individuals, and a lot of the off-the-court skills you learn through playing a sport apply when you get into a career. And so, you know, being disciplined, being able to do something like an assignment at work when you don't feel like doing it, knowing that I'm a member of this team at Fidelity and I've got my responsibilities that other people are relying on. And so in that sense, you know, basketball has instilled a very good work ethic in me that, that really helped while I was studying in law school, being disciplined there, and also now while I'm pursuing my legal career. Awesome. Well, I think that's all I have for you, Jordan. I really appreciate you giving me the chance to talk today, Christian. My thanks again to Jordan Vogel, who has taken some time out of his day to join us here on Where Are They Now on KDCR and KDCR885.com, made possible by Farmers Mutual Insurance Association of Hull, a Grinnell Mutual member, providing property protection to Northwest Iowa farmers and homeowners since 1886, trust in tomorrow. That's going to do it for this edition of Where Are They Now on KDCR and KDCR885.com. We'll take a quick break, and when we come back, Mike Biker will get you primed and ready for the second half of Door College Football on KDCR. We're at halftime. The Door College defenders leading Hastings 24-3. We're being entertained at halftime, and uh, it's homecoming weekend for the Hastings Broncos, but it has not been a happy homecoming through the first half at least. Here are the first half numbers. Hastings, 34 plays, 91 yards. Dort, 43 plays, 203 yards. Dort has rushed for 158 yards and passed for 45. Hastings has rushed for 27 and passed for 64. There have been four punts by both teams. Defenders averaging 43. Hastings, 41.5. Critical statistic, Hastings, a fumble lost and an interception. Dort College, three fumbles, but none of them lost. 
individually. Levi Schoenhoven leading the defenders, 15 carries, 81 yards. He has a long of 17, so uh, he's gotten them in small chunks. Keithan Drury, 9 carries for 54 yards, a long of 27. Schoenhoven also has 26, uh, pardon me, two touchdowns. Drury has 6 yards per carry. Brock Lamley, 6 carries for 13 yards. Charlie Young, 2 for 12. Lamley is 4 of 9 passing for 45 yards. 2 completions to Levi Junkling for 23 yards. Matthew O. Slack, 1 for 12. Evan Deckerson, 1 for 10. For the Broncos, Taj Willingham, 13 carries, 40 yards. Clark Livingston, 2 carries, negative 13 yards. Livingston, 9 of 18 passing, 1 interception for 64 yards. Jordan Johnson, his favorite receiver, 6 catches for 49 yards. The marching Bronco band concludes this afternoon. Dort's leading tackler, Nathan Cabongo, cornerback, has 7 unassisted tackles. Casey Biker has been in on 3 total tackles. Ethan and uh, Jalen Placide also with three. The scoring went like this. Hastings opened the scoring with a field goal on the final play of the first quarter, capping a 13-play, 66-yard drive. Stalled out. Penalty hurt them late and uh, led to a 25-yard field goal attempt by Alex Stogdill, which was good. The defenders took the ensuing kickoff, went 65 yards on seven plays, making it 7-3. 12-yard touchdown uh, pass from uh, Lamley to Matthew O'Slack. Made it 7-3, the defenders. Short while later, an interception by Jordan Wyland set up a short field. Dort went four plays, 27 yards, capped by a Levi Schoenhoven. Touchdown run of eight yards to make it 14-3. Gaines then hit a 27-yard field goal with 6.23 left to go in the half. And Levi Schoenhoven caps the first half scoring with a touchdown run of two yards. Point after by Brett Gaines was good. The defenders lead at 24-3. That was an 11-play, 58-yard drive by the defenders. And things really turned, Kyle, early in the second quarter. After allowing that field goal, the defense got a stop to limit Hastings to a field goal try. And since then, really, it's been all Dort College on uh, offense and defense. Yeah, and, and the defense really played well in the first quarter as well. You know, you think about the field position that Hastings had to start the game. Um, and obviously, after a long punt return, and to only give up three points um, when Hastings had some opportunities, that was really important. And that uh, kind of gave them confidence to continue playing well in the second second quarter. It really, and we talked about it, it all starts up front. We talked about it early in the game. Things weren't going well up front for either team in that first quarter of play. I thought Hastings was the team that finally settled down and was going to settle in, but instead the defenders after that first score by Hastings really settled in. Offensive line started getting a little more of a push up front. And everything else just, I don't want to oversimplify and say, fell into place after that. But it just seemed like everything started to click at that point. Well, exactly. And and Dort has done a great job. Coach Penner has done a great job of of mixing things up, a little uh, inside run game. Uh, But they have gotten the ball out to pitch. Brock Lamley's had some nice runs uh, on quarterback keep. Um, There's been enough variety uh, to kind of keep that Hastings defense on their heels. 
And, and when a defense is on the heels and your offensive line starts getting some push and playing better, uh, good things happen. Lots of confidence for Dort College offensively to end that first half. They got to score late and then they got to stop on defense. Hastings will have the football first to start the second half. And I don't think I can overstate how important that possession is for Hastings offensively. They need something good to happen. Yeah, they do. Um, and I, I think uh, there's probably been some uh, lively conversation in the Hastings locker room because uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily necessarily characterize their uh, their effort as being top notch so far in this game and I think uh, coach Harper's probably getting after his guys and challenging them in that respect uh, we're on the flip side uh, Dort College's effort um, and pace of play has been outstanding especially in the second quarter uh, first quarter from, by the defense, but uh, especially in the second quarter by the offense has really uh, been the difference. We might know a lot after that first possession of the second half. We're about four minutes away from the start of the second half. Let's take a break, and we'll be back with a look at the scoreboard right after this. Your halftime scoreboard made possible by Fairway Meat and Grocery in Sioux Center, serving the community since 1991. In Sioux City, it's Morningside 42, Briarcliff 0, Doan 21, Jamestown 0. That game is in Crete, Nebraska. Midland leads Concordia at halftime, 21 to nothing. And in the game you're listening to on KDCR, it is Dort College 24, Hastings 3 at halftime in Hastings. 7 o'clock kickoff tonight features Northwestern versus Dakota Wesleyan to wrap up GPAC week number two for most teams and three for Northwestern and Jamestown. Heading into play today, Northwestern atop the conference at 2-0. Briarcliff, Morningside, Concordia, and Doan all 1-0. Hastings, Midland, Dort, and Dakota Wesleyan 0-1. Jamestown is 0-2 heading into play today. Victorious as they swept the Dean White invite. Women were the first of 14 teams. The men were the first of 11. Top finishers for Dort College, Anahane Canevelbard, second for the defenders on the women's side. And it was Jacob Steiger finishing fourth for the defender men. And uh, the defender men... Uh, finishing first in that 11-team field. Let's take one more break. We'll be back with a kickoff of the second half right after this. This is Dort College Football on KDCR 88.5. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center 88.5. Kyle, for Hastings, this is par for the course as I take a look at their season thus far. They're 2-1. and one. The common denominator, they've been down at halftime, though, in all three of those competitions. They were down 21 nothing to Peru State. They were down 17-13 to Panhandle State at halftime. They trailed Briarcliff last week 20 to nothing. In the Peru State and Panhandle State games, they were able to come back and get a victory. Last week against Briarcliff, they lost 26-14 after making it interesting in the second half. Yeah, it's tough to uh, continue to come back uh, during in the second half, week after week, so... Uh, this is going to be a critical first possession by 
Hastings offense against uh, Dort's defense. Taj Willingham driven back into the end zone. He makes the catch with his heels on the end line. First down and 10 for the Broncos at their own 25-yard line. So the Broncos will start out first down and 10 at their own 25. I'm anxious to see how they respond after halftime. When uh, they went to the locker room, things did not look good. Let's see if they've been able to regroup at all. Livingston in at quarterback. Has Willingham on his right. Sends a man in motion left to right. Handed off Willingham. Willingham. Trying to weave his way through. Picks up five yards on the play. It's second down and five. Jordan Wyland, the linebacker, comes up to make the stop. Second down and five. Looks like maybe some personnel change. Corey Leash, I didn't remember seeing him in much in the first half. He's lining up as a tight end for the Broncos. Back to pass. Pass is intercepted by Cabongo. 25-20, 15-10 to the house. Nathan Cabongo, the cornerback, jumps the route, and he has a 35-yard return for a touchdown, and that is the first interception by Cabongo this season, and the Dort College defenders, 37 seconds into the second half, have taken a 30-3 lead, getting a touchdown off a turnover. Well, uh, you know, Hastings went back to what uh, they did successfully on their one long drive, uh, running the ball uh, inside and then throwing hitches and uh, just jumping the hitch route, getting the pick six. Bailey Anderson picks it out of the turf. Credit the holder with getting that one down. And the defenders lead it 31-3 to after the Cabongo interception. And return, Nathan Cabongo, the sophomore from Plano. He started seeing a lot of action last year at the end of his freshman year. Took some lumps, but it appears may have learned some things along the way, jumping that pass and getting the interception. 31-3, 14-19 remaining here in the third quarter. Dort College on a 31-0 run. Back with more after this. 31-3, Dort College leading by 28. 14-19 remaining. In the third quarter, Jeff Papke on to kick. the field And uh, his kickoff, a little bit extra juice on that one for the Brookfield, Wisconsin native. And Jeff Papke, he's just shooting fish in a barrel right now. He's kicking it through the end zone. He likes this wind at his back. And Hastings will take over first down and 10 at their own 25 with 14-19 remaining. He did get all of that one. He's got a big leg. We've seen him also do some point after tries throughout the course of his career. Hastings really at a crossroads right here. We talked about it at halftime. Now they're almost through the intersection on that crossroads, trailing 31-3. Livingston turns, hands, gives to Willingham. Willingham stretches his out to the sideline, and he is driven out of bounds. Casey Biker on the tackle, 14-yard pickup on the play. It's a first down for the Broncos at their own 39. I can't overstate how much Hastings, if they want to get this turned around at all, they need something good to happen in quick fashion. Yeah, and they, and they at this point, they just have to look, at, look for positives. Uh, if that's... Going back to Willingham in the running game or uh, keeping things simple for your quarterback. But 
Uh, they, they just need little victories at this point. Livingston hands it off to Willingham. Willingham, again, of a couple on the play. It's going to be second down and eight. Not a lot there. Jordan Wyland in on the tackle. Morozik also there and also making the stop for the defenders. Jeff Buchel, uh, Jake Buchelman, that is. Buchelman on the tackle. North College soccer, women's soccer team leading Doan in the second half. Two to nothing, the score over in Sioux Center. It's second down and eight. Man in motion for the Broncos is Leash. Hands it off. Willingham gets a block. He's got a first down to midfield and brought down at the 49-yard line. Tackle by Connor Bosma. Bosma, sophomore from Kimberly, Idaho, makes the tackle, and Hastings a little bit of success on the ground right now, facing first down and 10 at the defender, 49. First down and 10 at the 49. Door College three-down lineman, and we have timeout on the field. Timeout, George. Timeout charge to the defenders, their first timeout of the second half. They have two remaining. Today's broadcast, and this timeout made possible by Sioux Center Health, the provider of choice for Dort College Athletics, providing physician athletic training and physical therapy services for Dort athletes. Sioux Center Health committed to delivering an excellent experience to every person at every encounter. This is KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5. Back with more from Hastings, Nebraska, right after this. Willingham, a four-yard gain from the 49 to the 45. Morozik on the tackle. It's going to be second down and a long five for the Broncos at the Dort College, 45. Defenders lead 31 to three. 12:30 remaining in the second. Uh, pardon me, the third quarter. Second half just underway. Fake the handoff. Back to pass, and the pass is complete to Leash. Morozik. Closest man there, Leash, has to go to his knees to make that grab, makes the tumbling catch. Gain of three on the play, not even, gain of two. It's going to be third down and three. Hastings in all likelihood, though, four down territory. Leash stays on the field. Livingston has Willingham in the backfield with him. Dort looking for a stop on third down. They hand it off to Willingham. Willingham one ta- it doesn't break the arm tackle. Making the stop, Colton Vanderberg. Vanderberg seeing some significant playing time here this afternoon. Backup linebacker makes the tackle of Willingham. First contact stops him for a loss, actually. It's fourth down and long. Fourth and five. Hastings will go for it. 18 seconds on the play clock. Keeping it is Livingston. He gains the first down on the option. Casey Biker on the tackle, and Livingston takes a lick at the end, but he gains enough for a first down. A seven-yard pickup on the play. It's first down and 10. Didn't think it was that badly covered, Kyle, but uh, he was able to find his way for a first down. Yeah, just uh, found a little crease and was able to get uh, enough yards for the first down. Didn't need the big play. Needed five yards. He got seven. 11.05 11.05 remaining, third quarter. Livingston, two receivers to the right, one to the left. Man in motion is the tight end. They hand it off to Willingham. Willingham darts through the hole, tackled on the play. Short gain, Buchelman on the stop. That's going to be a gain of three on the play. Second down and seven. We'll give him four, second and six. 
Bright, sunshiny day in Hastings. Game time temperature, 65 degrees. Winds out of the south. Down on the protected end of the field, the south end. Flag being a little more active on the north end where it's unprotected. Significant wind issues. Throw to the end zone and getting inside position. Ducking inside, making the grab is Jordan Johnson. And that time, Dort College's Bashir Jones. I don't think Bashir was able to see, the, didn't find the ball. And uh, Johnson knew where it was. Pass is complete. He steps into the end zone. Touchdown, Hastings. And the Broncos back to within 31-9, pending the point after with 10-23 remaining in the third quarter. Stockdale on to attempt the point after, trying to make it a 21-point ball game. Snap is down, kick is up, and the kick for Stockdale is good. And Hastings has taken a 31, pardon me, Hastings cuts the lead to 31-10. We're back where we started the second half of play. A 21-point difference for the defenders. Back with a kickoff right after this. Hastings goes 75 yards. Last 30-plus on the completion. To Jordan Johnson, the leading receiver for Hastings. Both on the season and today, I believe that's his seventh catch of the afternoon. And the North College defenders lead at 31 to 10. Stockdale. With the kickoff, he'll be kicking off into the wind. North College back to receive. And a knuckleball. Takes a Dort College bounce. It's grabbed by Petulia. Corey Petulia spun down at the 37-yard line, and uh, you've got to have no fear as a kick returner. Petulia that time got it on the run, found a seam, and gained about 15 yards before the Hastings coverage was there. Yeah, nice uh, starting field position for Dort here out on the 37. 31 to nothing. Dort, pardon me, 31 to 10. That stops a run of 31 points in a row for the defenders. On that touchdown as well. So 10-14 remaining. Dort with it at their own 37. Man in motion is O-Slack. Dort College's offense on the field for the first time. Pass is complete. Jake Dodge. Dodge in Hastings territory down to the uh, the 48. A 15-yard gain on the play. Throws the defense on the fake handoff. Up the middle, and Dodge was able to get the 15-yard pickup. Yeah, good play action. Uh, Linebacker stepped up. 21 seconds on the play clock. Oslack in motion. They hand it off Drury. Drury, a 7-yard gain on the play. Second down and three. Dort's offense picking up where it left off in the first half. Here in the second half. Owning the line of scrimmage on the first two plays from scrimmage for the defenders. Two teams swapping touchdowns early. One of them, the one by the defenders on a Cabongo interception and return. Lamley turns. It's going to run option. Pitches it. Schoenhoven, 30, 25, 20 on his feet. 15, 10, 5. 
down to the end zone. Did he get in? Just short. Short of the goal line oh, by a foot. If I'm Joel Penner and I'm not, but if I am, I give it back to Sconehoven <laughs> and see if he can get the last foot on this play. Yeah. First down and goal. Yeah, again, the inside-out thread of the option. Uh, that time Brock carrying the, ball, uh, the fake out and getting the pitch. Lamley hands it off. And it's going to be Drury with the honors. And Keithan Drury into the end zone. Touchdown defenders. And Ort College leads 37-10. to And based on the early returns of the second half, Kyle, Hastings may have some success on offense, but defensively they have not shown us in the last five possessions now that they have the firepower defensively to stop Ort College's offense. Now it can change quickly, but they haven't been able to do so. Last quarter and a half now. Well, they they looked a little. Uh, they're they're really struggling with the option here, knowing who to stop when, um, playing poor option responsibilities, and uh, boy, you know I think the only thing Coach Penner would have liked out of that drive is about three or four more minutes off the <laughs> clock, but uh, as long as you end drives in the end zone, it's not going to matter. Point after is good. Brett Gaines, my math is correct, five for five on point afters this afternoon, plus a field goal. He is now 15 of 15 this year on point after tries. 8.49 remaining in the third quarter. Dort College will be kicking off, and Jeff Papke again kicking with the wind. I believe he has kicked six straight that haven't been returned. A couple of them have not been close. And he will line this one up and send it for the defenders. Dort College leading 38-10 with 8.49 remaining in the third quarter. So Papke looks to his right, looks to his left. And a high end-over-end kick. Taken by Willingham, bobbles it in the end zone, takes a knee, and a touchback. First and 10 for the Broncos at their own 25-yard line. Coming up in between quarters, we'll check in with uh, the progress of the other games around the Great Plains Athletic Conference. In soccer play, Dort College tacks on another one against Doan. They lead it now 3-0. Goals by Amelia Renz. Kenzie Bausma for Dort College. And Abby Waltersdorf all with goals. New quarterback in for the Broncos. They hand it off to Willingham. Willingham, pardon me, that's, yeah, Taj Willingham. Taj Willingham on the carry. New quarterback in for the Broncos. That is number nine, Griffin Roberts. So Griffin Roberts called on in relief with 8.30 remaining. In this third quarter, his team trailing 38-10. to 10. Griffin Roberts, 6'2", 230-pounder. He's a sophomore. Hands it off Willingham. Willingham tries to dart, and Morozik right there. And his forward progress stopped a yard short of the line of scrimmage. Loses one on the play. It will be third down and long. Third down and long. 
Well, Hastings converted some of these back in earlier in the quarter. 38-10, defenders lead, back to pass, under pressure, still under pressure and nothing there, and doing the honors, I believe, was that Julius again. Julius Buchanan, another tackle for a loss, a quarterback sack, third sack that he's been in on this season, a loss of seven on the play as Griffin Roberts dropped back to pass. It's fourth down and 12, and Hastings will be forced to punt into the wind. So Griffin Roberts, the left-hander, dropped back to pass. And pressure came pretty quickly, and Julius Buchanan gets credit for the sack. Snap is back to the punter, and it's blocked. Getting a mid on it was David Kakmarinski. Football is still loose. It'll be Dort College football. So that ball never makes it beyond the line of scrimmage. Dort College never possessed it. David Kakmarinski looked like the sophomore from Pella just stuck the mid up, seeing what would happen, and knocks that punt away. You talked about the pressure, Kyle. Wanted to, that was all set up by the punter not getting the snap cleanly. Yeah, and they had a change at, at punter instead of Livingston being back there on punt. They had their backup punter in the game, and uh, he didn't handle the the snap as well as what a quarterback would. And they're really struggling right now. Thirty-eight ten defenders. Leading by four scores, Brock Lamley, the quarterback. They hand it off to Drury. Drury up the middle. Drury down to the 10-yard line. An eight-yard gain on the play. It's going to be second down and two. And the defender's on the verge of really putting this one away. Up 28 and threatening to score. Body language not good on the Hastings sideline. Not a lot of energy left for this homecoming game. Drury bounces to the outside out of an arm tackle down to the six-yard line. And Keith and Drury, for being a game-time decision, has run the football very well after an injury that forced him out of the game last week against Doan. First and goal. First and goal at the six. Sconehoven back in the game along with Drury. Dickerson lines up wide right, dodges to the left. Lamley sends Ben Hayes over to the left side of the line. They hand it off to Drury. Keevan to the five, slips and falls at the four. It'll be second down and goal to go inside the five at the four-yard line. Second and goal. Yeah, you know your offensive line is playing well when you slip and fall for a three-yard game. Yeah, he meant to make a cut, and that left leg just spun out from under him, but uh, he picks up three. 5.35 and counting. The defender's taking some time in between plays now, trying to milk the clock, shorten the game. Lamley turns, hands, gives to Keevan. Keevan still on his feet, never downed, and I think he's going to be downed at the one-yard line. It's going to be third down and goal. Third and goal for the defenders at the two. Hastings crowd trying to show some life. Third down and goal to go. Lamley 
Stack the backfield behind him. Now you bring Schoenhoven up to the left. Devin Ekoff, the left tackle, turns over his shoulder, looks at Brock, gets the play call. Pitch, Schoenhoven, Schoenhoven. One player to beat. Looks like he got hit by friendly fire as well. Evan Dickerson ended up on the wrong end of that one. Schoenhoven trying to run over the would-be tackler. That was Anthony Murray. And it's going to be fourth down and goal to go inside the five. And they called Logan down there, but I'm not sure he ever went. The way he came up, I think he thought he was, it appeared, the way he played it, he came down on the top of another player and was never down. As it is, it's fourth down, Dort College going for it. And now we're going to have a timeout. Timeout for the defenders. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88-5. The defenders use their second timeout. This timeout made possible by Sioux Center Health, the provider of choice for Dort athletes, providing physician, athletic training, and physical therapy services for Dort College Athletics. Sioux Center Health committed to delivering an excellent experience to every person at every encounter. Broadcasting from the campus of Dort College, this is KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5. We're also live on the World Wide Web, KDCR885.com. We'll keep it right here, make sure we don't miss this fourth down and goal-to-go situation with Dort leading 38-10. to 10. The early indication was they were going to go for it, Kyle. We'll see if they send the kicking team onto the field. Doesn't look like they will. Well, actually, the placement of the ball... Uh two-yard line on a hash, it's not an easy kick. You know, you start playing your angles, and and that makes it a little bit more difficult. And uh, honestly, you have an opportunity to to stick one in here, and if you don't, you're forcing Hastings to go 98 yards. Um, I think it's a good decision by Coach Penner. Calculated risk. Lamley sends a man in motion. That's jungling. Handoff Drury. Drury dives his way in. Touchdown defenders. Keevan Drury, his second touchdown of the second half. And the defenders have taken a 44-10 lead with 4.02 remaining here in the third quarter. So there's your answer. And again, a lot of that is set up by the threat of jungling in motion. Use him as a decoy. And a Drury takes the handoff straight up the middle. Yeah, um, I wouldn't say Hastings is playing extremely disciplined defense. Um, again, against their option responsibilities, they're really struggling. Brett Gaines on to attempt the point after. Gaines 6 for 6 and the defenders lead at 45-10. This is KDCR Sioux Center, 88-5. Back with a kickoff right after this. This is North College Football on KDCR. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88-5. Papke's kick, just like the previous seven. Goes through the end zone for a touchback. It'll be first down and 10 for the Broncos with 3.59 left to play in the third. 45-10. Dort in complete control of this after the touchdown by Keithan Drury. So Dort College sends the defense onto the field. Griffin Roberts. In at quarterback, no true numbers on Roberts. This is the first wide margin game that Hastings has played in, so there's been no opportunity to get Roberts much playing time. Willingham bounces to the outside, now forced back to the middle. Gains seven on the play. It'll be second down and three. Well, it just seems like 
Hastings one block away from breaking a big play. Instead, it's a seven-yard pickup. Right, and, and if you're Dort defensively at this point, don't give up a big play. Um, play discipline, run to the ball, uh, force Hastings to drive the ball all the way down the field. Second down and three. Pass over the middle is complete, and that's trouble. That one's going to go for a big gain to the 40, to the 30. And a tackle made by Placide at the 25-yard line. And getting in behind the coverage, that was Jordan Johnson on a crossing pattern. And he picks up a big yardage all the way down to the 22-yard line. That's a 36-yard gain on the play. Yeah, those are the type of plays that Dort needs to avoid right there. 3-14 left to play. Third quarter of action. Roberts. Sends a man in motion. Back to pass Roberts. Roberts. Pass is complete. Tackle made by Cabongo on the coverage. The completion to Kelvin Lincook. So Lincook on the reception. Gain of four. It's second and six. Second and six. Roberts, rolling right, looking, looking for the pitch, and he's going to be brought down. Morozik on the tackle, also Jordan Weiland there. Short of the first down, it'll be third down. 225 and counting, third quarter. Dort leading 45-10. to 10. Hastings for the fourth, week, uh, fourth game in a row, facing a halftime deficit. Previous three occasions, two of them they came back for wins. Third, they trailed Briarcliff from start to finish. Keeping it as Roberts, and Roberts is going to be stacked up. He's stripped of the football. Did it come loose? Julius Buchanan comes out with it. I never heard a whistle, Kyle, but uh, they're going to whistle his forward progress at the 21-yard line, and that's uh, generous that time as he got that ball out loose. Yeah, I think his, his forward motion had stopped. Um, but that's kind of frustrating as a coach and as a fan when you don't hear a whistle. Fourth down, four yards to go. Hastings will keep it. They'll go for the they'll go for it. At the twenty one yard line, they need the seventeen for a first down. Roberts pass is complete. That's a first down to the ten. And the Broncos have it first down and ten to go. Just outside the 10-yard line, so we'll call it the 11. And uh, Levi Jungling on the field, now at corner on the near side. Oftentimes we'll bring him onto the field to defend in the last week now against the fade. Roberts, under a minute to go in the third, keeps it himself on the option. Three-yard pickup on the play, but he's punished at the end. Tackle by Nick Bile. It's going to be second down and seven. Forty seconds and counting. Hastings trying to engineer a quarter-ending drive. 45-10, defenders up. 
Man in motion, right to left, back to pass Roberts. The left-hander looking in the flat, pass is complete to Willingham. Willingham into the end zone, touchdown Hastings. Connor Bosma tried to come in and upend him, and Willingham, forward momentum, carries him into the end zone, 45-16. Defenders leading with 19 seconds remaining. So Griffin Roberts comes on, engineers a touchdown scoring drive. And the Broncos now send Stogdale onto the field for the point after. I definitely see uh, the train of thought with the quarterback change. Griffin Roberts really throws the ball well and uh, engineered a nice drive there. Roberts engineers the drive. Stogdale hits the point after. It's 45-17. Defenders, 16 seconds left to go. Third quarter. Back with the more. From Hastings, Nebraska, right after this. Hastings gets a touchdown. Dort College still leading 45-17. to The defenders with 16 seconds left to go in the third quarter. Stogdale on for the kickoff. Defenders back to return. Let's see if they go for a short kickoff, and uh, they do. Gets caught up in the wind, taken by DeYoung at the 10 to the 15 to the 20, 25, 30. And he is stacked up, driven backwards, out to the 31-yard line. But uh, DeYoung gives Dort College again good field position to start, first down and 10 at the 31. And in all likelihood, Dort will run one play here unless they go to a passing play with the wind at their back one last time. But nine seconds left to go in the third quarter. The defenders up 28 points, 45-17. The defenders have controlled the second and third quarters. Both quarters, they had the wind at their back. Seven seconds on the play clock. What are we doing? My question exactly. Timeout, Dort. Your final timeout of the game. Dort exhausts their final timeout rather than a delay of game penalty. I don't know. After the kick return, it looked as if uh, Dort expected the clock to start because uh, the offense showed no indication of coming out and running a play. Right. Um, but obviously they need to. Yeah, I'm not sure. They, they huddled up over at the 30, and there was no urgency. The defenders leading 45-17. And now the offensive unit comes onto the field. Dort College out of timeouts. Nine seconds left to go in the third quarter. Jake Dodge over on the near side. Darren Scott, the corner. Brock Lamley. The quarterback, Schoenhoven, the running back. Schoenhoven, over 100 yards here this afternoon. They hand it off to Sconey. Sconey up the middle, and Schoenhoven out to the 38-yard line. And that'll bring the third quarter to a close as Schoenhoven picks up seven yards on the play. It's going to be second and three when we resume play. You're listening to Dort College Football. On KDCR 88.5, back with more in a moment. 
Schoenhoven, the ball carrier. Another eight yards on the play. First down and 10 for the defenders at their own 47-yard line. We'll get to the scoreboard in just a little bit. All of the games across the conference being played pretty snappy fashion. All of them in the fourth quarter. And we had movement on the line of scrimmage. And I think that one's going to be on the defense. Titus Clay over the plane, or broke the plane. Door College offensive lineman. Smart play. Getting Set out up. of his stance. Well, we were wondering if Holden Hoyer would return. Holden Hoyer is on the near side. He's the tackle. He's back in the game after leaving in the first quarter. Five, defense number five. Five yard And I've said it before on broadcast, Kyle, that is coached, where if the defensive player comes across, offensive linemen taught to get up in their stance, and that's an automatic automatic penalty against the defense. At least about 95 times out of 100, that's how it's going to be called. Yeah, and it should be, as long as uh, the defensive player is still in the neutral zone. Jungling in motion. They hand it off to Schoenhoven. Schoenhoven, the ball carrier. Schoenhoven. Another eight yards on the play. It'll be first down for the defenders at the 40-yard line. And for Dort College right now, there has been nothing Hastings has been able to do for the last 31 minutes or so on the game clock to stop them offensively. They haven't. uh, Dort is running whatever they want to run right now and having success with it. Jungling will line up in the slot. Evan Dickerson is wide right. Jake Dodge, short side of the field, over on the numbers. Hanks is your center. Holden Hoyer, the right tackle, left tackle, Devin Ekoff. Send a man in motion. That's Jungling, right to left. Hand off Schoenhoven. Schoenhoven up the middle. Schoenhoven churning to the 30-yard line. Uh, just another ho-hum 10-yard carry on the play for the junior from Hospers. And that's another first down. Well, Logan is a type of player, and you've seen it before. He could carry the ball, I think, 60 times in a game, and he'll be as good on carry number 60. Schoenhoven, the tailback, first down and 10. Lamley taking a little time, 13 seconds on the play clock. Jungling in motion again. The handoff to Schoenhoven again. Schoenhoven runs over one would-be tackler to the 20, to the 15, to the 10, inside the 10, down to the 7-yard line. And uh, Schoenhoven, what do the kids call him? He trucked him. He uh, (laughs) He definitely trucked him. He uh, he got over the top, ran over a tackler, and uh, Levi with that carry down inside the 10, down to the uh, 7-yard line. It's first down and goal to go for the defenders. First down and goal to go for the defenders. Handoff Schoenhoven. Schoenhoven down near the goal line. He's into the end zone. Touchdown defenders. A six-yard carry by Schoenhoven. And uh, refresh my memory, did anyone else get the call on that drive? Well, and and no one else needed to. I mean, they weren't taking away the dive at all. Uh, The interior offensive linemen for Dort are are just – totally manhandling the inside and uh, Hastings is doing nothing to force Dort to force Brock to carry the ball or get it out to the pitch snap is down, kick is up kick is good Bailey Anderson getting a workout that holder from Gilbert, Arizona 
That time he comes up out of his crouch, gets the snap down, and uh, the kick is up and through for Gaines. Gaines now 7 of 7 on point after tries. And the Dort College offensive unit will trot off of the field, and those offensive linemen are going to get a slap on the back from the coaching staff as the defenders take a 52-17 lead with 12.43 remaining in the ballgame. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5. Back with a check. Well, let's keep it right here. Let's uh, check our scoreboard right now. And the scoreboard. Check made possible by Fairway Meat and Grocery in Sioux Center, serving the community since 1991. Morningside leads Briarcliff 56-0. Doan leads Jamestown 30-0. Midland over Concordia up the road in Seward 35-7. And the defenders now leading Hastings 52-17 in Great Plains Athletic Conference play with 12.43 remaining. Jeff Papke. On to kick off, and for the first time since about an hour and a half ago, he'll be kicking into the wind. Willingham back inside the five-yard line along with Anthony Murray. And a short kick by Papke, fielded at the 30-yard line. And it is first down and 10 for the Broncos. Ball returned by number 20, Chris Rodriguez. First and 10 for the Broncos at their own 31-yard line. So that catch made over near the sideline. And the Broncos will come on the field. And we're going to see more Griffin Roberts, the left-handed quarterback for Hastings. 52-17 defenders. Levi Sconehoven now 183 yards unofficially on 23 carries, 8 yards per tote. He also has 3 touchdowns. Handed off to Willingham. Willingham racing to the edge. He's to the numbers, to the 40-45. And he has brought down Connor Bosma on the tackle. Also Julius Buchanan and Jake Buchanan in on the stop. Yeah, for the most part, uh, Dort's defense has kept their leverage really well. That play got sealed. And, uh, yeah, with the running back like Willingham, he's going to bounce it outside for nice yardage. 12-20 and counting. Ball game. Defenders 52. Hastings 17. Hastings moving from right to left or from south to north. And Roberts is going to throw this one up for grabs, and he overshoots his intended receiver. Closest man there for Hastings was Xavier McGuire. And Dort College has coverage applied as well. And is that Jalen Placide over on the far side? I believe it is. It's going to be second down and 10 now at midfield. Placide will now line up opposite Terrence McIntyre. Clock stopped on the incomplete pass. Inside handoff, Willingham. Willingham breaks one tackle. Weiland there to finish him off, though. A five-yard gain on the play for Willingham. That'll bring up third down and five. Clock continuing to roll. That's the ally for the defenders now. And if you're Dort College, you just want to get out of this game unscathed at this point. Leading 52-17. Begin thinking about your home contest next Saturday on the ride home as they face the Concordia Bulldogs. Next week is next week, though. 
Back to pass Roberts. Has a man open in the flat. Pass is incomplete. Placide breaks it up intended for McIntyre, and he arrives at the receiver the same time the ball does and knocks it away. Yeah, and that's just a, a defensive back playing aggressively and a wide receiver being uh, given half an effort, to be honest. Hastings elects to punt here with the wind on fourth down and five. This surprises me a little bit as well, Kyle. Fourth down and five. Going to leave it at that. 11.30 remaining. Stockdale gets the punt away. It's a high punt. Fair catch called for by Jungling at the 12-yard line, and that's where Dort College will start. First down and 10. Dort leading 52-17, 11.23 left to play in this contest, and it would appear to me Hastings right now has hoisted the white flag. Yeah, they've conceded the game, I believe. Uh, you know, If you have any intention of trying to make a comeback, uh, you go for it in that situation. But, you know, I think both teams at this point, uh, you know, they want to see zeros on that clock and, and run this thing down and shorten the game. New players in for the defense. This is Tyler Reynolds. Tyler Reynolds, the quarterback, a freshman quarterback out of Yuba City, California, Sutter Union High School. He hands it off up the middle. This is Charlie Young. Charlie Young, an eight-yard pickup on the play. It's going to be second down and two, and for the defenders, an opportunity to see some youth and get some backup reps, and that's valuable this time of the year as well. Absolutely, and and you're not putting Lamley at risk of getting an injury because uh, obviously in a game like this, at, at this point, that would be the last thing you'd want to see happen um, and a great time for other guys to get experience. Anthony Murray shaking up on the play for the Broncos. 11.02 remaining here in this contest. The defenders leading 52-17. On the Dort College campus, I told you about Dort College women's soccer. They were victorious 3-0. They handled the Doan Tigers in non-conference soccer play earlier today. Men's soccer will be underway shortly. I believe that one uh, not quite ready to start, but uh, will be underway, and it looks like it is, if not underway, will be shortly, judging by our live stats. North College Cross Country in action earlier today over in Crete. Dean White invite took a pair. Second down and two, Reynolds. First time Reynolds is on the varsity field. We have movement along the line of scrimmage, and I believe this is going to be a free first down for Dort College as uh, the defense broke the plane. Offensive line got it up out of their stance. Defense number 97 with contact. The five-yard penalty results in penalty is a first down. Yeah, the, the defensive player, the closest to the ball, just jumped off sides. Usually when I say something like what I'm going to say here, bad things happen. Has Dort been called for a penalty here this afternoon? I uh, I do not remember a single penalty yet. Playing good, smart, disciplined football. Hand off to Charlie Young. He's into the open field, 40-45, and dragged down at the 45-yard line. First down and 10 for the defenders at their own 45-yard line. First down, Dort. Just running the dive. Keep it simple. 10.30 remaining. Reynolds looks to the sideline. Reynolds, a quarterback that the defender coaching staff, very high on. 
last year when he committed. He's played some junior varsity snaps so far this year. Man in motion, right to left, that's DeYoung. Hand off Charlie. Charlie still on his feet, breaks a tackle, 11 yards. He's into Hastings territory down to the 44-yard line. Clock stops momentarily as the clock, the uh, chains will be reset. Randy Hagedorn says, get them set, we're moving. <laughs> Keep he this thing the rolling. Clock back into, <laughs> he, uh, he's got to head back to, uh, he's got to head back to, uh, his hometown, Norfolk, Nebraska, before this is all said and done. That's right. Wants to make it home for the Iowa Wisconsin game, probably. 940 remaining. Reynolds sends a man in motion, Petulia. Reynolds turns, hands, gives to Young. Young the ball carrier and Charlie Young. Charlie Young with the carry. Six-yard pickup on the play. It'll be second and four. Well, about two weeks ago, if you had said Charlie Young is going to see significant time his sophomore year, we would have said, I don't think so. We've had injuries, though. Noah Clayberg, an injury. That, in all likelihood, is going to end his season. Keithan Drury banged up. Now, he was still able to play today, but they did limit his snaps. Not before he gained almost 100 yards, though. And also, Levi Sconhoven able to limit his the collisions that he takes and creates. So Charlie Young, the recipient of a few more snaps here this afternoon. Four-yard pickup on the play for the sophomore from Colorado Springs. And with 8.40 remaining, clock continuing to move. Dort leading 52-17. 52-17. The defenders in front. Tyler Reynolds looks to the sideline. 14 seconds on the play clock. Well, when you're in control of the game, that play clock seems like it takes so much longer to wind down. Charlie Young taking a page out of the Levi Sconehoven playbook, running over a tackler, picks up five yards on the play. It's first down and ten. Well, I don't know if there's any better sound if you're a football player than being in a deathly silent <laughs> Visiting stadium, stadium when you're on the road. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, Dort's just controlling this game. We approach the midpoint of the fourth quarter. Tyler Reynolds, Yuba City, California, his hometown. He turns, fakes the handoff. He's going to keep it. Gets a block. Picks up. Seven yards on the play. Maybe eight. It's going to be second down and short. Second and short, Tyler Reynolds. I think there's been one pass attempt by the defenders here in the second half. That was that completion to Jake Dodge to start the second half. Since then, it's been all on the ground, and I don't remember many going for no gain or negative yardage. Yeah, you're, you're getting seven, eight, nine yards of pop. You stick with what's working. Second and two, so an eight-yard pickup that time by Reynolds. Man in motion, Petulia, handoff to Young. Young spun down, but not before he gains a first down. Gain of two. It'll be first down and ten for the defenders at the 20. Offensive lineman on the field for Dort College. Seen a couple of players rotate out. 
again, it's just a fantastic opportunity to get some guys some reps and experience playing in a college football game. 6.30, clock continuing to wind, 10 seconds on the play clock. They hand it off to Charlie Young. Young still on his feet, 15-yard line. Another five-yard gain on the play. On the radio, it sounds so easy, but those five-yard gains, a lot goes into those. Carter Baldwin, by the way, back on the field, right tackle for the defenders, spelling Holden Hoyer, who did return after leaving earlier this afternoon. William Vanderwoude is your left guard, and I believe that's Tyler Soule, the right guard. Those are your offensive linemen who have paved the way for over well over 200 yards of rushing offense. Reynolds is going to be chased down from behind. Reynolds trying to tuck it away, and he is chased down from behind by Austin Bredding, and that will bring up third down. I believe that's the first negative play of the second half. Yeah, probably and probably the last the thir- three quarters. <laughs> probably since the first quarter. Right. Exactly right. Marky Yabara brandt And DeYoung check in. That's Josh DeYoung from Kuna, Idaho. Marky Yabara Brandt from Fresno. He lines up right side. Reynolds turns, hands, gives to Charlie Young. Charlie Young gets back what they lost. Not quite what they lost. It's second, uh, pardon me, fourth down and six. Fourth and six, the defenders will be sending the field goal unit onto the field. They can take the clock down near four and a half minutes remaining in the game as Brett Gaines will attempt a 35-yard field goal into the win. Now a 34-yard field goal from the right hash mark. Ten seconds left. They've got time. Gaines measures it out. Bailey Anderson. Snap is down. Kick is up. And the kick by Gaines, plenty of leg, and he splits the uprights. He is four for four the season, and that is a new career, a, a new season long for Brett Gaines as the Wood River, Illinois senior knocks through his second field goal. He has accounted for seven field goal, uh, pardon me, seven point after tries and another six points via field goals. And the defenders take a 55-17 lead. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88-5. Back with more in a moment. You're listening to Dort College Football. Dort College, a 55-point outburst. 424 remaining in the contest. Jeff Papke with the kickoff, a short kickoff, fair catch called for at the 27-yard line, and the defenders will send the defensive unit onto the field. Hastings will take over first down and 10 at their own 29, 424 remaining. Well, if you're Hastings, if I'm sitting in that other side, I would sure like to see someone that wants to return a kick and maybe try to make something good happen here this afternoon. But the highlights have been few for Hastings here today. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. You start questioning things when you guys fair catching on the 27-yard line. It wasn't uh, an extremely high kick. Brought down by number so. one, Marcus Whipper. 
tight game, I'd understand it, but this kind of game, you just want something good to happen, and it, it has been so hard for them this afternoon. Not a lot of energy on the field, on the uh, sideline for the Broncos. Second half, things just went from bad to worse when they threw that interception for a pick six to start. Taj Willingham on the carry, chased down from behind, and making the tackle for the defenders is Dalton Helmkamp, a senior from Carroll, Iowa. I'm not so sure I'm leaving Taj Willingham out there right now either if I'm Hastings. Well, you, you, yeah, you start uh, getting in a, into a situation where you're putting the guy's health at risk, and at this point in the season with plenty of season left, I don't think I'd be having him out there. Willingham, the carry. Willingham wrapped up on the play. Tackled by Dort College's Reese Schnell. So the defenders getting plenty of new players in on defense as well. Helmkamp and Schnell also saw Vanderberg on the field. Cortland King came in for a moment on the defensive line. Now he's off. Three minutes remaining. Third down and four. Roberts turns. Gives to Willingham. Willingham. Tackled by Schnell. Pretty nice tackle there by the backup, Schnell. Reese Schnell, freshman from Pella High, makes a stop. And I know the coaching staff very excited about Reese Schnell and what he has shown them uh, as well. And that time makes an open field tackle, flowing with the play and making the stop. Yeah, really a nice nice inside-out form tackle um, for loss, forcing uh, Hastings to punt the ball here. So Hastings will punt. Stogdale will kick it away. And fair catch called for by Jungling. It'll go over his head into the end zone. Touchback. And with 2.09 left to play, I'm not so sure we will see anything by the defenders other than maybe the dive and victory formation if Hastings is unwilling to use their timeouts and just want to finish this one off. Well, and based on their uh, play calling that last series, uh, you know they've obviously conceded, and they know this this game is over. It's just a matter of getting zeros on that clock. So I, I assume here Dort will be in victory formation. Well, Tyler Reynolds will line up in the pistol for the time being. You got Charlie Young behind him. Defenders will run that dive play. Hand off to Young. Young, the ball carrier, picks up one on the play. Two minutes remaining. Be able to take the uh, play clock down to around 2.25 or so. Second Second and nine for the defenders. Tyler Reynolds looks to the sideline. Reynolds. Waiting. 12 seconds on the play clock. Man in motion. Reynolds turns, hands, gives to Charlie Young. Young, no gain on the play. Again, Charlie Young with Third the down. Brought down by number 47, Lane Dicely. And this will bring the clock down to around 40 Third seconds down. remaining. Beg your pardon, 50 seconds or so. So third down and eight. 
Stay tuned. We'll be wrapping things up at the conclusion with our Wireless World postgame wrap. Reynolds, third down and eight. Reynolds fakes the handoff, keeps it himself. He might get the first down, and he does. Reynolds with the carry, and that's going to do it. They'll stop the the clock momentarily, moving the chains. The defenders will have to snap the football one more time, and that time Reynolds runs the option and was able to find a seam. Picks up enough for a first down, and the defenders are going to win this one by a final of 55-17 after this snap. Victory formation for Dort College. Reynolds takes the snap, takes an E, and that's the ball game. Your final score, Dort College, 55 Hastings 17. Stay tuned. The Wireless World postgame wrap right after this. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center 88.5. We're also live on the World Wide Web, KDCR885.com. The Dort College Defenders victorious today over the Hastings Broncos 55-17. The Defenders have now won three in a row in the series. This one not nearly as suspenseful, Kyle Akterhoff, as the last two in the series. Uh, two years ago, Dort scored two touchdowns late to steal one on the road. Last year, Dort needed double overtime to beat Hastings. This one, second quarter, things really got established for Dort College, and they never looked back. Yeah, for sure. Like, they just uh, pretty much did whatever they wanted offensively, and really I thought for all four quarters defensively, Dort played a nice football game. Uh, other than a couple big plays, uh, really a solid effort uh, on that side of the ball as well. Dort College gave up a field goal at the end of the first quarter, then came back with four unanswered drives to take a 24-3 lead at the end of the half. They started the second half with a Nathan Cabongo 35-yard interception and return for a touchdown. And that any thoughts of a comeback for Hastings were over after that point. Well, yeah, that really – you come out of half, and I'm sure Hastings was thinking, let's put a drive together. Um get some things rolling, get some momentum, hopefully get a score. But uh, that interception return for a touchdown pretty much, uh, Yeah, I, w- I don't want to say that was the end of the game, but uh, it-, it was definitely a huge impact. Also of note, and we alluded to it, one pass thrown by the defenders in the second half. You're controlling the ball, you're controlling the clock, and in effect controlling the game at that point. Dort College over 300 yards of rushing offense normally. When you have, and a few years ago, that was the norm with the defenders, that they would rush first, and passing was way down on the option list. Here this year, if you see those numbers, it's probably because good things are really happening for Dort. Exactly, and Hastings did not have an answer for for the run game, Um, whether it was inside. And, and yeah, second half, the vast majority of the run game was – between the tackles uh, with the dive play, but there was enough of an outside threat uh, that, you know, there was there was no adjustments made on the defensive side of the ball by Hastings, and, you know, and if you can just keep running, as, as many University of Iowa fans know, if it, <laughs> if it ain't broke, you don't fix it. You scratch where it itches, all those things, and, and Dort just kept doing what was working. 
55-17, your final. Here are some of the numbers. Dort College, 26-16, a first down advantage. Dort, 5 of 12 on third down efficiencies. Hastings, 1 of 12. Dort went for it once on fourth down, converted. Hastings went for it twice, converted both times. The defenders, 30, uh, 64 rushes, 370 yards. Hastings, 36 rushes. It should actually be 35 rushes for 114 yards. Uh, Dort, 5 of 10 passing, 61 yards. Hastings, 16 of 28, 176. All total, Dort College out gains. Hastings, 431 to 290. Penalties. Looking for that number. Dort College was not penalized this afternoon. Hastings, 5 penalties for 30 yards. Levi Schoenhoven leads the Dort College offense. 23 carries, 183 yards, 8 yards per carry, 3 touchdowns. Keith and Drury, 15 for 73, 2 touchdowns. Charlie Young, 13 for 73, 5.6 yards per carry. Lamley, 5 of 10 passing, 61 yards. Levi Jungling, 2 receptions for 23 yards. Jake Dodge, Matthew O'Slack, and Evan Dickerson, 1 catch each. Dodge had a 16-yard gain on his reception. I don't have the defensive numbers readily accessible to me. So that's going to be it for our game wrap-up and the Wireless World post-game wrap. One final piece of business to take care of, and that is the Pizza Ranch Defender Player of the Game, Sioux Center Pizza Ranch, located in the Center Mall, opening its buffet immediately following home Defender football games in 2018. Visit their location on Main Avenue or place an order for delivery or pickup, 712-722-3988 or online at PizzaRanch.com, and your Pizza Ranch player of the game. Uh, probably no surprise to you, I'm going to go with Levi Sconehoven. Levi Sconehoven, 23 carries, 3 touchdowns, 183 yards rushing. Carried the bulk of the load for the defenders today. They were able to balance it out with Keith and Jury and Charlie Young as well, combining for 28 carries, but Levi Sconehoven very effective today. A long run of 39 yards. Kyle, any final thoughts before we wrap up this fourth Saturday of September? Well, I tell you what, anytime you go on the road in the G-Pack, especially a long road trip, I know this was special for uh, the Dort defenders as they had an opportunity to practice yesterday in Lincoln at uh, Memorial Stadium. And, and then to come out here and play really well, um, I know Coach Penner is going to be very satisfied, uh, very I should say very happy with this game. Uh, somebody who's motivated like Coach won't be completely satisfied, so they'll be looking at things that they can improve on and uh, excited to get back home next week. I would imagine it will be a happy ride home, but it will also be a ride home that begins to think about next week when the defenders host the Concordia Bulldogs. Scoreboard from around the conference. Morningside shuts out Briarcliff 56-0. Doan over Jamestown 44-17. Midland over Concordia 35-7. And the defenders beat Hastings 55-17. Northwestern and Dakota Wesleyan, they'll kick off tonight at 7 o'clock in Mitchell. That's going to do it for our broadcast. That is the Wireless World post-game wrap for KDCR Sports. And for Kyle Akterhoff, I'm Mike Biker. Good afternoon.